Welcome to the Metalist, where we discuss our top five personal favorites. Yeah. Is that what you want to call it? We can all things metal, all things distorted guitars. If you dig it, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Don't forget, rate and review, like and subscribe, give us a follow, maybe give us a share. Now, you know what time it is? What time is it? I'm ready for some fucking God Hammered. The metal The metal And now your hosts, David Dilo Lopez and Jason Smith. This is the Metalist. Hello, and thanks for joining us whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. It's a Metalist Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Jason. And today we have with us the ultimate Sepultura fan to the point where he's wearing a Sepultura hoodie. And underneath that, a shirt. And underneath that, he's got a giant tattoo on his shoulder, I believe, right? Correct. Yeah. Psycho. Is there anything else you got on? No, just deeply ingrained. Sepultura socks. Sepultura socks. That's what I was waiting for. Toe rings. Everybody say hi to our buddy, Aaron Street. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. Absolutely. We had to have you on because you're the biggest Sepultura fan I know. On that note. Honored to be here. Let's begin where we do every episode. What was your first exposure to Sepultura? Mine was back in 97. We we worshipped Pantera. That was it. Pantera Metallic were the only bands we listened to. And one of uh, my best friend's older brother gave us the Roots CD and put it in. We'd never heard of Sepultura. No one talked about it or anything like that. This is in South Texas, so you either listen to Tejano or ACDC pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, So we put it in. The opening track, Roots, starts. And just blew our fucking minds. We're like, what is this? Who is this band? Oh, my God. And it, like, just completely hooked from then forward. 97, so, well, yeah, so over 20 years now, just diehard fan, rabidly. Nice. (laughs) Jason, how about yourself? It's quite a fucking difference going from ACDC to... Sometimes you get tossed into the deep end. not just Sepultura, but Roots, like, (laughs) because that's quite a different thing. Most of. I think my... First exposure, I'm pretty sure I probably saw him on Headbangers Ball at some point. I just don't remember that. But I remember, like, a weed spot we had in town was the Rodeo Grounds. And I went over there with a kid that I didn't, the younger, a couple younger kids we hung out with, like, probably, like, three or four, a little group of guys. BMF. Not bad motherfuckers. They baked motherfuckers. (laughs) That's what they called themselves. But, yeah, like, I mean, they all kind of hung out with, like, our crowd or whatever. But it was always, like, I'd hung out with, like, two of them like one-on-one or whatever, but the other two, I never really hung out by, by ourselves. And so this was like the first time I, was ever, I ever just hung out with that dude. And he fucking, we were just sitting in the car getting stoned, and he let me listen to two albums, Tomb of the Mutilated by Cannibal Corpse and Arise by Sepultura. And I fucking immediately, I got to borrow, well, I mean, I got to borrow both of them, but I remember listening to Sepultura going, like, wow, because, I mean, I'd seen the fucking ads in the magazines and stuff, and I always wondered what the fuck that was. Honestly, like, it surprised me that it was just, like, really good thrash, a la 
Metallica and Megadeth. Like that's what really surprised me was it was more like that than it was like Cannibal Corpse because I think uh, Schizophrenia was the album cover I'd seen like a bunch beneath the remains. So I, I always thought like it was especially the old logo. It looked yeah necro as fuck. Yeah, I just thought they I just thought they were like a fucking death metal band. So I was like, oh fucking cool, whatever. And it wasn't. And I and and then the I, the fact that like fucking Arise was like so well produced and well written and stuff like that. It just really fucking caught me off guard, dude. Like I fucking couldn't believe that. And then like immediately right after that. I don't even think it was like a fucking whole week, dude. Like I met my buddy Danny's house and and uh, he had something playing, and I, you, you know, Max has one of those voices that you could just tell it's him all the time. And I was like, "Is this the?" I go, "Dude, is this that fucking Sepultura band?" And he's like, "Yeah." And uh, I go, "You know, where's the tape cover?" And and he showed me, and it was beneath the remains. And I was just like, "Fuck, dude! Like this shit is fucking so goddamn good." And I was hooked ever since, until obviously until Max left, and then I've never been interested since. So. What about you? <laughs> so that's the funny thing is I didn't get into them till after Max was gone. And I and I, I re-listened to the Soulfly episode recently just so I could make sure we weren't repeating too much of what we said, but it's the same Nexus for me. Rolling Stone issue whatever, January 1999. It has an article on the 10 most important bands in metal at that moment. One of them is Soulfly, and I've never heard of anything Max Cavalera did. So I go, okay, it says this dude used to be in this band Sepultura. I go check out Soulfly, Eye for an Eye. That's where that rabbit hole starts. And then I get the Nativity in Black compilation later that year, which by that point had been out for like five years, but it was the Black Sabbath covers, typo, biohazard on there. It's Sepultura, symptom of the covering symptom of the universe, and that's the first time I hear that song in any form. And I was just oh, like, oh, this damn. is that Sepultura band. <laughs> this is the jam. <laughs> I like this a lot, dude. Such a good cover. Yeah, and then later that summer I hear Choke for the first time, and so I go, okay, so this is Derek Green. This is the new guy. I dig this enough. And then, because it's kind of a three-pronged thing, and then they have scary music videos on that year for uh, Halloween-themed stuff on MTV2, and then the video for Rada Mahata comes out, and so that's the first original Sepultura song I hear with Max. And it's got that video with the weird claymation stuff that the guy that did all the old Tool videos did, and it's fucking cool and tribal and stuff. And so I kind of go off on my own from there. I mean, you want you want to know it really? I was already a fan there and then, but like back uh, later that year or the year after that, I see the video for Dead Embryonic Cells on Loud on Much Music, and I'm like, done. That's it. I this is my shit. So I think when I first heard him, like I it actually opened up the floodgates and I actually started seeing him everywhere. Yeah. I think that's when I st- saw the video for uh Dead Embryonic Cells and like really paid attention to it. I think actually I'm wrong. I don't think I saw them ever on Headbangers Ball because I used to record Headbangers Ball and I fucking watched I would watch that that fucking tape like until the next one came out. So I really think like because Dead Embryonic Cells is the song that it is, I definitely would have fucking remembered hearing that prior to sitting in that dude's car. Like there's there's just no fucking way you're gonna hear that song. Once you've heard that song once, it's one of those songs. Once you've heard it one time, man, like you'll never forget that fucking song. It's just that type of fucking tune. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think uh you know, I'm I'm trying to think of a band I've I've I fucking heard of 
I mean, I, the only one I can think of uh, off the top of my head as far as like a band that I heard like with the new singer prior, like prior was uh, probably ACDC. You know, yeah, like no, I heard Back in Black and... That shit was a game changer. And, like, and if you go back and listen to Bon Scott, yeah, I was like, whoa, that motherfucker either had throat surgery or <laughs> yeah, fucking dude. some kind of horrible polyp cancer, but that shit works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think taking the Ryan Adams approach of metal. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only one, I and mean, that's the only one I could really think of. I mean, that was big anyway, or that had several albums with a, with a particular singer and then had several albums with, a, with another singer afterwards. I think that's the only one I could think of just yeah, because, no, like... Yeah, even still, like, modern bands that are even in that genre, like Kill Switch Engage, uh, like, Jesse was just on the first two, then they had the long stretch of Howard, and now he's back, um, but never that many with that big of a deal, mm-hmm. and then lose that singer and switch over. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to say Journey, but nobody really gave a shit until Steve Perry was there, right, so... As far as yeah, I, yeah. Voice, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm no trying to shit. think of like too if there's a band that, in my estimation, if there's a band that had like the, the original band and like the fucking singer left, they continued on just as long as the other guy continued with his new thing and mm-hmm. uh, just never really fucking recaptured whatever it was. Like their early stuff is clearly the fucking peak stuff. Oh, no, I was thinking exactly what you're you talking know? about. So I'm trying to think of um, <laughs> another I, one. I don't know anybody else because uh, I was thinking about that today. Is like after Max left, from there forward, it is two very distinct sounds. And I, I don't know how much of an influence, like for Soulfly. Soulfly has a shit ton of albums. Sepultura has a ton of albums with Derek Green going forward. But uh, it's funny, if you read interviews with Max and they're like, do you know, do you like keep up with Sepultura shit? He's like, yeah, I couldn't name you one song that's memorable, like, in his opinion, from mm-hmm. there forward. Because I've heard it the other way around where they do keep tabs on everything Max does. Oh, do they? <laughs> so, like, vice versa. It, it's crazy that Max would have that large of an impact on the sound when he only plays on four fucking strings. Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> and I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's, you got shit hammered out when it's fucking just chuck, 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 chuck. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's funny too. I guess uh, Derek Green's never met Max before. No shit. Yeah, I didn't well, think oh, of that. I mean, there's bad blood still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. I, I well, that Igor really him, surprised me. Yeah, they didn't talk for a long time, and then until they like reconciled and then got Cavalier conspiracy going. Uh, but even still, with that, that doesn't sound like everybody's like, oh, if you want to know what the fuck Sepultura should have sounded like, no, it doesn't sound like that because it was those four guys. Mm-hmm creating that sound off those albums from uh, Morbid Visions to Roots. And then you had not a drastic sound shift, but it's different. Yeah. Um, but both, even Max continued doing that fucking new metal sound with Soulfly. And then the Against album, I'm sure we'll fucking talk about that later, whatever the hell was going on with that. But <laughs> they, they, they really had to find their footing, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like as I, we talk about Can the I get transition. An adult help? That's, I mean, it's a long time. Can you think of yeah. any other instances where it's like that for anybody that time hasn't healed wounds? Like, I can't think of too many. Fuck, dude. I, I, I honestly can't think of one off the top of my I head. Don't know, Dave Mustaine and. I think they've. They, yeah. Well, I don't know. Every every other article I read is they're back together. Well, that one was a they're long time. They're still a couple. They're not a couple anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, there was I mean, there was a lot of booze involved, you know, probably a lot of drugs involved as well that were publicly documented. And, you know, I don't 
think I've ever heard of any of that with Sepultura. No. I do know, like, the reason why... No, you're talking about revolving around a... Yeah, Max's so his wife and then his so son, the reason yeah the, the reason why being the the stepson dying and then and then you know Gloria giving too much you know giving more attention to Max than she is the band and they wanted to fire her. and instead it's it seems really strange to me that instead of just you know them guys sitting down hashing yeah, it out like adults and saying like look dude like my fucking st- her son just fucking died yeah exactly like, just like have some fucking but compassion. instead he was just like fuck it I'm out. Like, fuck yeah. you guys, I'll just make my own thing. And I was like, wow, that's like a really fucking... Ra- like Extreme. Not like, rash and not quick, because, yeah, we don't know how fast that happened, but right. yeah, it's a very extreme of, fucking... Uh, yeah, because <laughs> even when I was going back and rereading everything about it, like, it's very ambiguous and vague. It was it, just like you described it. It was just, hey, this is what happened, and then, like... Immediately, no nothing in between, no deliberation. Fuck you! Yeah, yeah I quit. Yep, 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 hey, yep, we yep. don't like this. Why well, don't like that? Fuck yeah, off! I'm I don't out. like that. And it's like, damn. But like the other thing too is like they, you know, they're doing the fucking. They did the new documentary and and it said specifically in there that like fucking Max and Igor like basically denied access to well for one themselves for interviews for a band that they created, and then they also denied them use of any of the music that they were on Mm -hmm. which is the peak stuff and the creation of said band i've never fucking heard of that before on top of it they're fucking brothers yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. like i've never heard of that before and then i mean i've heard of brother beefs you know so it's like while igor was still in sepultura i could see that's i guess that's where i get confused i can see there being like you know fuck you Fuck you, because yeah. one brother's in one band, the Christmas other brother's in the other one. Lit this yeah. year. <laughs> I understand brother beef. There's no beef like that, but they're not beefed anymore. No. So those two are just, and now it's like. But he's not. Uh, now it's both of them fucking don't yeah, like simple terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? You were right, Max. Fuck those guys. Yeah, those two like, getting together didn't fix the band issues, right? It just. <laughs> basically just gave another fucking piece of ammo to the other side. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And oh my I just like, wow, dude, like that there's some yeah. heavy shit there. I that, don't need you. Yeah. yeah, there's heavy shit there that I think that Oh, that's only probably certain not people know. Yeah, yeah. only very, certain very people know what's happening. For it to be involved. going on that long, mm-hmm. I, just, I just can't think of anything that's like it, that I've read or fucking seen. I watched a couple things on YouTube. There's there's nothing specific, so, and and I don't think that they sh- they they probably shouldn't get specific with it. Write a book later, no, yeah. you know. Well, like Max has a book out. It's just I it's it's like already out of print. But I hear I mean it's like write a like write a tell all. Oh, between the two, like like yeah, the whole sure. Thing? When you're I'm like sure, fucking, that would just it when, would just create a whole other shit storm because then they'd have to rebu- write a fucking rebuttal book and be like, <laughs> no, oh, that's, you that's know, what I'm saying. Like, wrap out here because goddamn it, chapter three, line thirty seven of paragraph sub eight. Yeah, yeah. That is total fucking bullshit. No, do when careers are over, like. Because it can fuck somebody over. I mean, and there's already people, I'm sure, that are like, you know, I'm on their side, I'm on their side. So, and honestly, I, I mean, I listening to some of the new Sepultura stuff like for this episode, which I did need a reason to listen to it because there's just so much shit. 15 albums. And, and, well, and there's so many other things to listen to. It's yeah. just like, well, I just don't need to listen to Derek Green Sepultura. Like, it's... Uh, so I listened to a lot of it, and I was like, wow, like, it's not terrible. It's just, it's average to me. I, I think it's kind of strange that they didn't, like, when Max, okay, Roots, to me, 
nothing on Roots is nothing off of Roots is on my list. I, I will give a, sh- a, a, a shout out to a couple, and the fucking album's fine. But if you want to hear me talk more about Roots, I guess you'd probably be better off listening to the Soulfly Soul episode yeah. because to me that is a Soulfly album. That does not sound like Sepultura to me. Now, the thing that tripped me out was like, now at the time I had no idea why Max left. I assumed it was to start Soulfly, which was clearly a different style of music. And I thought for sure, like, they were like, you know what? We don't want to do this Roots thing. You know, like, that was fine for that album, but we don't want to keep doing this, right? So he was like, well, I do want to keep doing it. I'm going to fucking go, all right, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to start this other band. No, because they didn't go back to the thrash thing either. No. Like, they didn't fully go back. Not until several fucking albums Well, yeah, well, and the same with Soulfly. Like, Soulfly, the deeper you get, like, all of a sudden it's like, okay, yeah, you start getting getting a little more thrash elements back into Soulfly as well. I I think both bands got back to a little bit of the thrash roots and stuff, but it just tripped me out that they just kind of kept playing this alternative new metal world music world metal fucking style that essentially was what Soulfly was doing. And so when Against a Nation were going on, and even Roarback, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah, go back yeah. to, you know, make it Sepultura again. Because to me, that stuff wasn't Sepultura. And it still isn't. I still listen to it now, and I'm just like, man, like... And at first, I always wondered if it was a matter of, you know, because I did read some things of, you know, some... Not sure who it was, but someone in Sepultura saying that the labels, you know, were giving more love to fucking Soulfly and Max and not, you know, Sepultura not getting the push that they needed to get. And that's kind of why numbers were low. But dude, you listen to the stuff, man, and it's just not as fucking good. Yeah, dude. yeah, they kind of did it to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't was like, think it's hard it was to, label like, push. Yeah. That, well, everybody needs somebody to fucking blame. And, like, against, while they did all these, it was just an experimental album, the first album with Derek Green on it, and they, they go fucking high and right, and they bring in this Japanese instrumental mm-hmm. drum band who, yeah, I guess is talented in their own right, but who the fuck wants to listen to that? Mm-hmm. And they put it in there, and then they infuse it, and they're still doing some Roots-esque music, which, like you had pointed out, like, I guess they're figuring out where their place is in the metal scene yeah. now, or in that genre, and then they just go through with it, and it's, it fucking it, it tanks. It's it sold sold like nineteen hundred copies, I think. It was um, it was eighteen thousand the first week, and then it was like a hundred twenty something thousand overall. But when you <laughs> jump from that to you know from Roots before, where it's a gold selling yeah, album, to fucking tanking like that, and the, they're like, God damn it, it's the record label. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember Roadrunner <laughs> being in there like, all right, Andreas, let's fucking write this riff this way. Yeah, um, yeah. the writing was clearly on the well, wall I think, at like, that point. If you look at like Priest when fucking Halford left, man, it was like, you know, he leaves on Painkiller, and then you look at the first album with Tim Ripper Owens, man, there's no bullshit. There's no experimentation, man. It's like, we're going to double down on the painkiller yeah. sound. Like, And they yeah. just kept doing that. This it wasn't is fucking until, working, and it's paying yeah. bills. Keep producing that shit. It yep. wasn't until <laughs> Alfred came back that they kind of went back to the old fucking style, which honestly wasn't super different. No. Nah, right? nah. I mean, you just tweet. You look at, like, Roots and, to some degree, Chaos AD versus Beneath the Remains and Arise. Right. That's a big fucking oh, difference no, in sound. It's so. Huge. I'm really surprised that fucking Andreas and fuck and Igor at the time and Paolo didn't say, you know what? Okay, fuck Max. We're gonna write another Arise. Right. And that's where you where you when you said like what was Max's influence on that band? Because I mean, I'll just 
Yeah, because I've seen him live uh, several times, Same. and I'm like, what the we'll, fuck? Are you playing Max? Or <laughs> we'll get we'll get into this right now, dude. Fucking Max Cavalera. I don't want to steal Joss's shit, but fucking dude, he is a all time riff beast, dude. That dude. To me, that it, it the proof is in the pudding. Oh, you look is. at the stuff that Max has done through his entire career, and you look at the fucking stuff that. No, I, mean, I, I talk to, shit. I, I, I love the say, fuck out of him. I've heard like the demo. So he wrote Roots, and he did a demo version of it, um, which you can find the audio. It's super shitty audio. Is on like eight track cassette tape, fucking in his kitchen. When I was reading about because Gloria used to post up all these like behind the scenes shit or right. memoirs yeah, of, yeah. Nice. of whatever the fuck. And uh, so I was reading about it and and then I listened to it and he is a rhythm beast. Just mm-hmm. like you said, he he writes those riffs and I don't know what their influence are because when you read about it, like, and I'll talk about it later, they do a, some of the stuff that they did covers on. I'm like, who in the fuck listened to that band and was like, yeah, this will help me develop my sound into what Sepultura was. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just think like Andreas, like good solos. He's he's a good guitar. I player. think he's severely underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's very underrated as well because he doesn't get it much love, but he is also massively overshadowed because because the pudding. You look at what Max has done his entire career. Part of that is the peak Sepultura stuff. You look at Sepultura's career and Andreas's career, and you look at what he did without Max, it's not there, dude. No, it's not. That's it's what I was saying. I was like, I don't know what chemistry these four guys had, but they, they, they captured it, and they fucking had it. When Max, I'll, yeah, granted, I'll, I'll agree to that. The the Max era, Sepultura, the whole thing, that that is peak. 100% hands fucking down. Undeniable. And I don't know who... What but just those guys working together. Dude, it's Max. Max can't play fucking lead. Um, no, but it's Max <laughs> because no one's. I don't. I've never heard anybody really fuck. I've well, no, not even just that. Like even if you hear the drumming, like just everything. But like, Max has succeeded so well with so many different drummers. Also, that is true. He, like, he, he does go through those bitches. Like yeah, fucking I mean he's yeah. he's, yeah. he's one of those guys, like a Rob Flynn, like a Chuck Schuldner that. It's it's you know, Mustaine is another one where it's like they just have I don't know the, they, they probably have the give vision. Them, them input like here's where I'm going here's the sound here's the style I want you playing and if you play anywhere in this I can help you like all right you need to do that but uh because all of them even on the Soulfly they all end up drumming and sounding kind of like Igor like Pete well, yeah. Sepultura through Soulfly so after Soulfly got out of the new metal and started like getting back into the <laughs> yeah so as a guitar player who well, they both started off on drums too. Yeah, you got to remember that. And then Igor ended up being better, and so Max was like, Fine, so I'll in play one of my old bands, especially, I mean, with with Difficult Henry, we just kind of, I would just kind of let Justin do his thing. But in the band Dnots, it was it was me and the other guitar player. We were really big on like, you know, when I'm writing a riff, it was just kind of the style we were playing because we were playing new metal style stuff and it's very rhythm and groove oriented, not so much like fucking melody and stuff like that, where if you're writing stuff like that, like I have to go to my drummer and I have to say like, dude, this is the basic thing that you have to be playing for this riff to sound a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's these guys that it's this very specific vision and these guys have that fucking really specific vision and then there's other people that have, 
you know, a vision. And it's not, maybe it's not as specific or maybe they're not as good at fucking like conveying what that vision is. And so it never fully fucking develops. And that's the difference that you have. It's, it's almost musical fucking genius level. And I think Max is one of those fucking dudes. Yeah, they caught lightning in a bottle. and then, But yeah, they were he, never able to replicate it on their own. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, no, and I love the shit out of Soul. I love the shit out of both of the bands. And, Same. Uh, everything, well, not everything that they've <laughs> yeah. come out with since then, but it has never captured or never been able to replicate or reproduce what they had. It's God weird because I almost think, Rest Max, peace. I yeah. think Max right now, at any point in time, if you told him, write another album like Arise, and you could just find whoever, I think he could go out and find the fucking guys. Oh, yeah. To I'd get be like, that here, done. I'll fund this. I think if make on, me another one. I think know, even, even spot right Andreas, you could yeah. spot Andreas Igor and tell him to do it, and I don't think he gets it done. I just don't think he does. And I just think that's just, and that's just going off of what I hear from the fucking albums. Like, as much as it really kind of, it doesn't bother me. We like what we like, and I don't have to explain why, but. It is weird to me that I much, much prefer fucking Soulfly to Sepultura with the exception of those first four albums. Hmm. You know, like, it's, and I find that very strange because I'm not like, I, I do like the new metal style. I, I like a lot of that stuff. That is a style of music that I fucking enjoy. And, yeah. But it's definitely not my favorite. But I mean, I also think like, at, you know, some of those later Soulfly albums, they do have that thrashiness back to it, man. Where well, like, I think it's biased, too. Just, I grew up listening to those. That's what was coming out when I was heavily right. doing covers of that shit with bands and everything else. And so it was extremely influenced, and that was just the sound at the time. And but so the I just, thrashiness I hear in the later Sepultura stuff isn't... No, it's not the same. It's not no. on the level as peak Sepultura. It's like... Proggy almost. It's 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 very well. It's lengthy. weird. It's changing because like uh, when I was going back through doing all the research for all this shit um, and preparing for this, the and then like listening to how the things develop, they have definitely started in the last three albums to try to be way more aggressive um, mm-hmm. than previous efforts. Could definitely hear that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely everything. If you listen to Derek's vocals. Just like pick any one song per album, starting with against and compare against to what is it? Isolation is that the new single yeah. that they just released? Yeah. Compare just the sound of his vocals and I don't know what it is, um, but he is. I guess we'll screaming like that for fucking twenty plus years. We'll yeah, no. stranger shit up. But he sounds way more fucking intense mm-hmm. now than he did when he joined Sepultura. Yeah, he started off way high. And yeah, even way between high. That and. From that to a nation, it's a difference. To let alone, yeah, like yeah, is it, it the beginning? Keeps getting of, more and more. Yeah, um, to, is it the beginning of isolation? It's almost a death growl, right? Yeah, or it's just exactly. Oh, it's just, oh, just, oh, just lets it fucking rip, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, man. Because that is not intrinsic to Sepultura. No, for sure. Um, yeah, and I love Derek Green. If I haven't said that already, I I am a Derek Green proponent. I fucking hated Derek Green when he first came out. I was like, son of a bitch, very close minded. Didn't I fucking despised against, and it took years for me to be like, oh shit, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah it's not um, yeah, that bad. Yeah, but uh, even though I talk shit about the Japanese uh, drumming instrumental thing earlier, um, mm. years later, now I just like because well, now he's been in the band significantly longer than longer Max. than Max oh, yeah. ever was. And, uh, yeah, 
But it, it, it finally grew on me. But I was so ate the fuck up with the Max Cavalera era mm-hmm. that I just would I, I refused to give it a chance. And then Sepple Nation came out, and that was the first time I got to see Sepultura live. Was at Tattoo the Earth in South Texas, and uh, I think I told you about that. That was when uh, Jamie Josta came out and sang a rise with their green. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, live! I, I found a newfound respect for the guy. It sounded fucking super heavy and aggressive. And I was like, you know what? I'll give it another chance. And they were throwing cassette tapes into the crowd like motherfucking ninja stars Mm -hmm. and hitting me in the goddamn (laughs) forehead. Ow! 13 years old, getting the dog shit beat out of me by a bunch of sweaty-ass grown men in this mud pit. And then I get fucking clocked by Derek Green. Insult to injury. Yeah, I'm like, I love it. Oh, God, my fucking face. And then, so we were taking that shit back home, and I was like, let me give this a chance. And it just had Sepal Nation and Border Wars on there. And I'm like, okay, I'm willing to, like, fucking reassess my view of this. Oh, yeah. It's weird. I still don't like them. That's fair. I mean, it's, it is. I wonder if it's a time and place. I don't thing. think. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a. I think talent issue at all. I think he's a fucking fine vocalist, fine singer. I follow. I see the stuff on Instagram. I mean, his highs are better than uh, Cataclysms. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> and, my grandma's highs are probably better than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it just kind of hit me. I think fucking yeah. Sepultura is like the opposite of Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, Cannibal Corpse switched singers and they got actually got better. better yeah, and, and Sepultura to me, it's not even that. Well, yeah, they, they got worse. They got worse to me. I I don't like the stuff that they do with Derek, but it's less to do with Derek and more to do with the music. It, there's it's, components missing for sure. That yeah. it, it's just never been the same. It, I mean, good, I've never seen them. I've never seen them live with. Derek Green, I've never seen Sepultura live with Max Cavalier. Well, coming I mean, March 18th. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be there, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Seen, There's uh, a fucking special right now, all in yep. $25 tickets. I'm promoting have, fucking House of Blues yeah. right now. <laughs> have, you, have you checked out the set list in recent times? I haven't. I didn't even think about that because I was so ate up with getting this together. But now that you said that, that's probably what I'm going to be doing unsafely while I drive home yeah. after this fucking interview. I but. just wonder. <laughs> I just wonder how much it's going to change when. Wait, the new album's not going to be out, is it? The it's new album's going to be out by the, the time. The new album will be out. Okay, so uh, it's so probably well, going to be like different. Last time when they came through and opened for Testament, Machine Messiah. Yeah, fuck, I'm having a stroke. Give me a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Machine smell, Messiah. Toast. Yeah, yeah, Machine Messiah just came out, and they played. Two songs off of it, and the rest of it was classic Sepultura lineup or, or set list. Pretty yeah, much. I see they still play Desperate Cry. That's good enough for me, dude. Yeah. So I think Inner Self too. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I again, I because I came in when I did, and because Derek Green was the singer already. That's like you know, I, I there's probably a bias there to that. Like whereas, so that's the thing is like I totally get what you're saying with Roots wasn't Sepultura to you anymore. Everything that came before was Sepultura to me because that's what was already out. From then on, that's the thing. I love I love one song off of Against, and I love All of Nation. After that, it gets very pick and choose. Because yeah, Roarback, dude, I nothing off of that did anything It's for weird. Me. I knew a lot of people that, like, when Roots came out, man, they just did not. They were actively angry about it. So I hear. I, yeah. I, I, you know, it was like still when, like that. It well, was like Metallica Load. It was like, you know, Van Halen 5150. It was... 
There, you know, there was there was a lot of people that were like, "Fuck this." Yeah, and I mean, that to me, to any fan base though, like when me, you have like, the fans wasn't... that will not be open minded to like any type of change, they're just like, "Fuck that band, everything they stand for." Well, it's weird because I know a couple people that didn't, you know, they didn't like Chaos AD because that was the big, that was the first change. They were kind of like, "Oh, I only like, heard what that the fuck later too." Yeah, but like when Roots came out, it was like a lot of people fucking didn't like that and. I understand it because that was a completely different fucking yeah, in set. Retrospect. And, well, and also those people might not have liked corn. They might mm-hmm. not have liked Limp Biscuit. And so if you already didn't like that and then they come out with their take on that sound, <laughs> yeah, they're you're, you're gonna a, be like, fuck this. I just read an article about Jonathan Davis saying taking full blown credit for fucking roots. Like, yeah, we were the primary influence on that. And I was like, shut the fuck up, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just goddamn. Well, it's, well it's first funny. of all, I would say no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's also funny yeah. that because they've also cited Sepultura as a place where they got their groove from in the first yeah, place. So like, I would say, uh, duh, and yeah. two, you're on the album. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, yep. You know, and it's like whatever, dude. Like yeah. we we already know. Tell us something we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, like whatever. Yeah. Christ, don't you have another album coming out? Go fucking yeah. tour. But like, yeah, that's <laughs> as I buy your tickets. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's the thing. As much as I don't consider it a Sepultura album, like I very much love the album. Like, yeah. I really fucking liked that album yeah. a lot. Like that, it's by far and away the biggest one. It's the one that has the widest reach, which is interesting to me. However, it's interesting to note a lot of people, and I didn't know this till recently, but it makes sense. Think the best ones arise. And God can, damn it! You know what? My growing up, I so when we discovered Sepultura, we ended up going backwards, and we went backwards in order. We went to Chaos AD mm-hmm. next, and then Arise, and so forth and so on. It's more or less and what so I did. Chaos AD, we fucking loved it, and that was my primary favorite for all growing up. And then in later years, going back and re-listening to everything over the last like ten years, man, Arise is fucking it. Yeah, no, um, I, I can't deny that, dude. Oh, I'll easily say Arise is their best album. That's yeah, their masterpiece to me. But I also think they're one of the few bands that have had three masterpieces, mm-hmm. dude. And this Beneath the Remains, Arise, and Chaos AD. Yeah, I'll agree. I mean, but that's... I, I definitely think one reason why Roots is the highest one is because that's the first time that they're playing music that the masses and like well, yeah, more masses liked. You still had all their fans that were like willing to stay on board. And then that opened well, as up much all as, the new metal shit and bringing yeah, this whole as thing. Much so as, Arise, they, as much as Arise is, in my opinion, their best album, Thrash still wasn't as big as fucking new metal. And so when, you, you know, yeah, if you're going to make a new metal album or you know, groove metal, whatever you want to call it, like, fuck, dude, forget about it. Of course it's yeah. going to sell well, more. Yeah, it's adapt to you survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just how it fucking, that's just Well, I mean, it's sense. the same shit as like when Ozzy had to fucking, they the Osmosis album, they did the whole thing and Soundgarden was blowing the fuck up at this time and the record label came back and was like, we know you just finished recording this entire album and we need y'all to make it sound like this. Go back and redo the whole fucking thing. And well, so, yeah, it's also, you know... We, um, like we, Yeah, it's a business at that point. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's Ozzy doing Ultimate Sin, too. I mean, that was... That took him out of the classic rock fucking type sound and into the hair metal type production and hair metal sound. I was and it's say, like, is that course. when he had that crazy hair too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, and that's the Ozfro. Yeah. You know, if you have, um, oh man, <laughs> you know, if you have a band that is spanning over a certain amount of time, then there's going to be certain, you know, fads or changes 
and, ev- and evolutions going on in music. And if you started in a more underground genre and then you made a fucking album that is in a more fucking popular genre, then there's a pretty good chance, dude, that that album's going to sell Yeah, your marketability your went through the fucking roof. <laughs> yeah, You're like, oh, yeah, let me expand so this like, shit. It's yeah. like if Cannibal Corpse all of a sudden just did a fucking straight-up metalcore album. I mean, oh, they yeah. would definitely fucking sell more. Like, <laughs> you <Just> know. <laughs> corpse Grinder clean vocals just not fucking... I would pay tons of money for that shit. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Hear that, George? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The challenge Him is on. Him and Corey Feldman should do a fucking album and... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Cannibal Corey! Where did that come Cannibal from? Cannibal Corey, yeah, it'll Feldman, just, yeah. It, it just the masses would eat that shit up. Frog Brothers, or like Travis Ryan refers to it. It was like county uh, fair fun zone bullshit. <laughs> I dig it. That's the good times right there. Uh, real quick before we move on, I I want to give a shout out to Igor Cavalera, dude. I realized not too long ago I still am a huge massive Max fan. I'm a bigger fan of Igor, dude. Just like like I've had this new appreciation for drummers in a way that I haven't before, and I was just like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, I'll be unoriginal really like as fuck and jump on that bandwagon too. Um, instead of coming up with my own, after going back and re-listening through all this shit, like his drumming style, I don't know anybody else who drums like just the fills and everything. And it, everybody always says, "What's the tribal influence?" I I don't know what the fuck they were doing in mud huts in Brazil or some shit, but whatever influences he got because. If you look at who influenced that band, no one fucking drummed like that. Mm-hmm. But he just took all that and threw it into a fucking melting pot. And then I can think of one guy that had, say, a similar fucking thing. Two guys, actually, that have similar styles in regards to the fills that he may have gotten ideas from. Maybe not on purpose, but just through osmosis. Like Dave Lombardo, mm. who, no, got, you it, know what? who yeah. got it from a Cuban... Yeah, you know, the, through through Cuban music growing up yeah. as a kid, just hearing it when he was growing up. Yeah, um, yeah. and then uh, Bill Ward, yeah, because man. Bill Ward had this weird. Bill Ward had a really strange fucking styles playing jazz influenced like crazy, and he was influenced by both of them. So yeah, there you go. I, I mean it's just really fucking weird. And I mean honestly, if you're in a metal band and even indirectly, you're influenced by Blacks, everything from Black Sabbath to Slayer. Yep. At, at this point, you just are. Yeah. But even at that point, even back in 1980-whatever-the-fuck-it-was, I mean, you got to think, man, like, I mean, they were kind of concurrent with fucking Slayer, but at the same time, Slayer did have albums before their first stuff came out. Yeah, because they, they formed in um, 1984. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I mean, I'm sure fucking, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to hear Slayer, you're going to hear Metallica, you're going to hear... These uh, you know, these other bands, even though your favorite shit might have been Celtic Frost and Hellhammer and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you're still hearing the other stuff. Yeah. But that, but I mean, everybody fucking listened to Black Sabbath. I mean, especially back then. I mean, there was no way to not be influenced in one way or another by Black Sabbath. So, did you ever read the inlay in uh, Nativity in Black? Because yeah, they have a really cool oh, story. Oh, I, I mean, I think at one point I did, but yeah. I don't remember it much it was is max has a really good story about the first time they they found you know after their dad passed away they they went through his record collection and they found that first black sabbath record and put it on like like you could tell it has a profound and lasting it, effect you know yeah man that's what I, that, that goddamn cool. devil music's done corrupting my babies yeah you know, like, man, nowadays i could see a kid fucking throwing on black sabbath and be like eh, you know whatever but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you heard of muir shut the fuck up timmy yeah but back in like the early 80s you know, early to late 80s, I mean, that was huge. Oh, yeah, that it, was, was, it was a much, much bigger deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, instead yeah. of guys with their balls and vice grips fucking singing about smoking in the girls' room, the yep. boys' room, whatever the fuck. <laughs> that uh, some depressing, dark, slow, doomy shit. Oh, yeah, man. And the cover art, you know, it's the whole package to be for another Oh, episode. yeah, I, I think Igor's one of the more underrated fucking metal drummers mm-hmm. around. You just don't hear his name come up a lot in circles. And the only well, thing he stepped really... away for it a lot. He did the yeah. DJ thing for a while, and he just came back with a Cavalier Conspiracy. He's got another one called Pet Brick that's really weird, too. It's an extension of the DJ thing, but it's like trying to recreate, like, the harshness of metal with electronic stuff. It's really cool. They just did a song with that uh, the dude from that Full of Hell band. But oh, yeah, okay. the only thing he does drums in now is, um, well, Sepultura, but he does a lot of stuff with Strife, too. And if you're lucky enough to catch one of the shows where he plays with Strife, dude, I am the... I am so envious of you because the shit he does with them is rad. Some of it is, it's the Alex Van Halen syndrome, dude. Your brother is so fucking huge that you just, no one talks about you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's so... (laughs) Hi, I'm Igor. Who the fuck? No, we're here to talk to Max. What? No, but I'm Igor. I'm Igor. Yep. Like you mentioned, you mentioned Max Cavalera or Sepultura period, right? In most circles, Max Cavalera is the first name that comes up. Yeah. Arise is probably one of the first albums that comes up. And you just don't really get to Igor in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, dude, like the dude is gnarly as fuck. Like he's so good, dude. Like I think he's a lot of what holds what does hold the band together because you listen to Morbid Visions and is it Morbid Visions or Morbid Tales? One Morbid Visions. Celtic Morbid Frost Tales is uh, okay. Celtic Frost. Um, you listen to that first stuff, uh, you know, and on Spotify now it's combined. But you listen to the first stuff versus, uh, so you listen to that. I mean, the first thing I could fucking tell you right off the bat, man, when I'm listening to that shit is, Jesus fucking Christ, these drums suck so many oh, balls. Yeah. I, was, I was telling him the other day, I didn't realize how bad the, the well, fucking how, production. Yeah, but even Bestial Devastation's better. I was yeah. like, oh, it's and just that was like, the EP that came out before. Yeah. And it's like, dude, God it's damn. like you're walking through a fucking ball oh, sack dude. forest, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you're hitting every fucking sack on the way through. Yeah. Like, That's going I'm on. I'm just Twitter. like, God I damn. Right up about it. Like, this it was... is terrible. But then you listen to the very next album, and it's just like, God damn it. Yeah. What? Like, did he yeah. get lessons? Or like, what the fuck happened? But I think it's just one of those things. Things like I used to play basketball and I had a horrible jump shot, but I could score like fucking crazy driving and fucking mm-hmm. blah blah. I had a friend who came back from his mission, dude, and for his Mormon mission, and he could just fucking shoot from anywhere. And I was like, how the fuck did you get so good at jump jump shots? Like, and he told me straight up, he's like, all I do on fucking like on my mission on P Day was fucking play basketball. Cause like there's nothing else really yeah, we're allowed no, to do. Yeah, they can't do shit. And so he's like, trust me, it's a percentage thing. Take enough jump shots, you'll just get better at it. Play more basketball. And so I was he's, like, basi- cool. he's basically money ball of drums. So I played more and I played more and I played more and I just, I'm, I'm not even kidding you, dude. If I had played like that much when I was in high school, I'd have been on the fucking high school team. I would have fucking, even with my long hair, they would have been like, we don't care, you're good enough. Uh, get, get, get your dirty so hippie ass in here. <laughs> it's the same thing with playing. Like you've, no, I, I've, I've noticed it throughout the years and this in, definitely but you hear like a band's first album, it's not that great. But then like they're one of those bands that does like they get the first album and then they just tour for like two years straight and then they do their second album and you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, dude. Like these guys are so fucking good. Atreyu's one of those bands. Their second album is just like fucking Jesus, dude. Like it's head and shoulders above the first one. Throw on better production, which schizophrenia isn't that much better produced, but 
the producer may have helped him out a little bit. Yeah. I just think it's it's you hear essentially a fucking teenager that has a drum kit versus a kid who knows how to play drums now no, for because sure, he yeah. practiced so much. It's fucking incredible how much better it is. I wonder how much of that is. That's where Andreas joined too. It I mean, is. it's and probably a it's a hand in hand thing with yeah they have experience and the producer but you know. Jairo... Yeah, Jalapeno you know. Cortez Esquire or whatever the yeah, fuck his yeah, name yeah. was. <laughs> I'm sure, you know... Fucking great. solos yeah. equate to early 90s dial-up modems. Yeah. yeah. And supposedly, yeah, was you. supposedly yeah, he's really good friends with them really still, me. and he'll, like, join them for a show occasionally. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, I, I, as for everything we've talked about, Andreas Kisser, undeniable great, you know, lead player. So, fucking A. Yeah, I always liked his fucking solos. I mean, I don't think they're the greatest ones, but they're really good. I mean, you need somebody doing them yeah. i mean if you're playing that kind of music especially back then a lot of times dude i like the short but sweet ones yeah no doubt yeah absolutely uh for some reason with this band even pre-tribal pre-new metal i think even their brand of thrash their take on a thrash breakdown and uh i think with the drumming and whatnot and they do throw these weird they had a different fucking thing going on where it was uh they had a lot of the, like the dissonant chords and stuff think like the start of mass hypnosis the fucking like that little yeah. weird thing like they had a lot of stuff like that that they brought to the table that yeah, a well, lot of traditional thrash bands or traditional musicians didn't really throw into stuff all no, that much same as uh machine head they, they had yeah that same sound. kind of deal machine like, head doing the pitch harmonics um, and stuff like that they i think by them doing that, it really made it so that you didn't necessarily have to have a longer traditional guitar solo. And so because they had those big breakdowns and they had those weird little fucking parts where it's where they have like it's it's a breakdown, but it's like this weird dissonant fucking thing over top of just this, you know, just this groove, heavy groove rhythm. It makes it so that it's like, yeah, a nice short solo Sometimes it's chaotic. Sometimes it's really kind of fucking fancy. It, just the fact that it's shorter helps the song because it makes you pay attention to that other part a little bit more. You know, and that, yeah, absolutely. And that part is what set them apart from the other bands that weren't doing things like that. And and uh, in all actuality, it makes sense that they ended up doing a new metal album considering the fact that like they were using a lot of those chords and a lot of those rhythms as a thrash band that probably that it if not influenced they were incorporated by a lot of those new metal fucking bands like Corn like Limp Bizkit like um even Head PE and Linkin Park and and some of those fucking bands like uh, Rage Against the Machine is another one like they had a lot of those same things they were doing that shit back in like 88 mm -hmm. you know so I always thought that was pretty interesting about Sepultura was their incorporation of different sounds even back then and they're still doing it now yeah absolutely. you know like i thought it was pretty fucking incredible it's admirable a couple quick things before we move on to the list i didn't know paulo didn't actually play on anything until chaos id until recently really yeah it's just max and uh, andreas doing yeah. bass stuff because apparently he couldn't actually play until then yeah which is <laughs> yeah. well, he could he just he you would do it live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, as far as the studio work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like uh, Terry Butler with Death. Yeah, he, he basically went to Chuck and was like, "Dude, like, I mean, I could do it. Yeah, but it's gonna take me forever. Yeah, and sometimes it's just easier for the guitar player and for everything to be tighter. Mm -hmm. It's just easier for 
I mean, to be completely honest with you, it's the a lot easier. The guy that wrote the shit to fucking yeah, play yeah, it. it's <laughs> a lot easier for the guy that wrote it and to have one dude doing everything. Yeah, like, and yeah. a lot of bands still operate on like the that. album. Yeah. It, it's just so much easier. It's so much tighter. It will well, always too, be tighter I'm sure than budgeting and everything else. Yeah, down there. yeah. In and out, man. That's yeah. what it is. Let's get in there, fucking. Yeah. Down. Uh, secondly, some notable Sepultura fans: Michael Fassbender. Magneto, his nice. favorite band is Sepultura, and he really? says his awesome. old band used to That's cover him a lot. Sweet. Another one of note. Uh, I'm no fan of the royal family, but f- Prince, what's his name? The younger one. It's apparently a big metal oh, dude. Oh, the fucking Megxit dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's a big Sepultura guy. Oh, and of tea course, and crumpets for that motherfucker. Yeah, all around. And, and arguably the biggest Sepultura <laughs> fan that I can think of, <laughs> Dave Grohl, dude. He's yeah, I don't even want to fucking talk about that. So I just saw that it dime bashed, and I'm gonna fucking talk about it and contradict yep. myself. Derek Green was at Dime Bash this past one that just happened. Yep. And uh Dave like Grohl was night? there or two, uh, nights two nights ago. Two nights ago, yeah. ago playing Sepultura songs. Dave Grohl just I'm so fucking salty about not being there because I'm like, no, yeah, I'm not going to go. Yep. And then what happens? Every fucking metal hero that I want to see yeah, is dude. like, hey, we're playing all yeah. the shit that is your specific favorite. Yeah. We found <laughs> out you weren't going, so fuck you. Yep. It's, it's a perfect storm. Yeah. yeah. Ola England on guitar, Derek Green himself coming to sing, yeah, you, and Dave Grohl you know leading what? this massive drum circle on the stage, man, for yeah, the just, song. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I fucking love that dude. Yeah, he's so much. You see all the uh, the old. Um, You'll sep- find out when we hit Foo Fighters episode. I'm a fucking Dave Grohl. Same, same. Hero. But uh, yeah, yeah, dude, you see all the pictures in Nirvana. He's either wearing a Nerbini or Nerbini. A Nerbini. Nerbini. He's wearing a Se- Sepultura beanie or a shirt. Uh, he had Max on his record Probot yeah, doing Pro-Bot. Red War. Yeah. And he says his favorite three albums of all time are Arise, Chaos AD, and Roots. And he's just wow. singing their praise constantly, man. Like, like, it's hard to top him, dude. Fucking A. I love him. He uh, should have my babies. Yeah. So uh. so one thing before we move on <laughs> to the list. Yeah, favorite absolutely. album art? Oh. If oh. you have one. Paul Booth, dude, Arise. Yes. Yeah, by far Arise as well. That guy's a science fiction fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Um, I just found out that's something from um, Lovecraft on the, on the cover. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's mine, too. It's just so yeah, cool. Yeah, he did looking. obituaries, too. I have the, which was supposed yeah, the, to be Sepultura's yeah, album art. Say, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause of Death. Yeah, I have yeah. that. They're big ass, the original artwork, which is much larger than what's on the album yeah, cover. Yeah, it's, it's two parts. The other part yeah. went to Demolition Hammer. Yep, and uh, and I do want to shout out Bestial Devastation. I do. That, that, it's just it's so cheese dick, but I'm all about that. Like it's just <laughs> that fucking album art. Yeah. dude. It's yeah. I drew and, that shit when I was in. Fucking you know what's really weird? Grade. I really like. Uh, <laughs> I really like the album art to Sep uh, to Nation. Yes, same, same, same. Yes, the propaganda well. poster yeah. style. Yeah, like, yeah. I really that was some 1984. Yeah. I really wish George Orwell type yep. shit. I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna get to I, that. I really in a while liked because uh, Faith No More had a. King for Day, Full for a Lifetime. Yes. That album cover had the same kind of vibe. That yep, propaganda poster. Yeah, totalitarian state. Yeah, dude, I really like that fucking style, and I wish more out. I wish more bands used that fucking style. Yeah, like, no yeah. doubt. Al, on that note, guest of honor. Let's start with you on awesome. your honorable mentions for the list. Oh, right at the end. So honorable mentions. Uh, I'll start with fucking Jason's favorite era, the Derek Green, and I'll go with. Uh, <laughs> The Ruhrback album, which is named after the endangered species of Brazilian kangaroo, and the song would be Mind War. Uh, that one, that was when they 
in my opinion, after Nation, they were kind of they were right almost there getting their footing back, but then fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they I'm got with, it back I'm with on Ruhr back, or they were heading towards that. But uh, Mind War is just fucking grinding. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next one would be uh, Machine Messiah, which is their most recent uh, album, and that would be Resistant Parasites. And that's how I feel about a lot of my coworkers. But um, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's an anthem to them. So uh, that's but how that, I feel about a, most people. Actually. Most people yep. in general. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, that yep. one has just fucking grinding riffs. I feel like it it kind of captured some of the essence that we were talking about was lost. Andreas must have went back and listened to Arise fifty three fucking times mm-hmm. and then put that one out. Yeah, those are mine. Brucial. Dude, there's a cover I love that they do with their green bull, the blue sky, like fucking mm-hmm. that cover, and the mountain song um, yeah, yeah, by yeah. Jane's Addiction. Yeah. I fucking love those two covers. I like that EP. Obviously, I like, um, the fucking you know the Sabbath covers are fucking great. Mm-hmm. They do have some weird covers like the Hunt and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I don't even know who that band is. I just know that as, as oh, I, I'll fucking brief us on that. Just yeah, give they me have a they have some fucking <laughs> weird. They they do cover some fucking strange stuff. Policia, Policia being one of their yeah. big ones. That's on the Demon Knight soundtrack. That's some yeah. Brazilian there was a lot of band. stuff yeah. that they did that they kind of threw these sneaky covers in that nobody really fucking knew who it was. A la Metallica, mm-hmm. you know, covering stuff like Budgie and yeah. I was like, who the fuck is Diamond Budgie? Head? Diamond Head, but yeah. That yeah. Song so helpless jams. That's yeah. that's yeah. kind of <laughs> what they reminded me of was Metallica. In in that regard of doing these strange covers. So one of my honorable mentions is Straight Hate. Nice. Is that fucking really... Spoilers, that's on mine too. So fucking sick, dude. Yeah. I fucking love that, man. Like, that's a fucking head-banging ass. That's a body-banging yep. fucking album, dude. Like, yep. uh, Stronger Than Hate. Mm, okay. Off of Beneath the Remains, the fucking... Is that the one that has the weird bass thing at the end? That's cool. The bass yeah, tap. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So fucking yeah. sick, dude. Like, yeah, and then uh, Troops of Doom, dude. Like, oh, yeah, old school. And I, I oh, that was also re- one of mine. I prefer the re-recorded version. I mean, the re-recorded, <laughs> yeah. Unless you're that the necro. one from, yeah, because the yeah. original one in 1986 is like, yeah, you're yeah. psychotic if you like. Yeah, 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 Blood Hut Studios down in Belo Horizonte just suck. I just found out, dude, because my granddad used to work in Brazil, and I just found out the other night he worked in Belo. Horizonte. No shit. Yeah, it's a trip. Nice. I, when I found out, I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, fucking reel to reel tape recording. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a lot of stuff on schizophrenia over the years. I really started to love more, but I always liked the album. Um, but yeah. I liked. I didn't really fucking. I couldn't just could not listen to it until they fucking reissued it, man, with the better sound. Yeah, no, that's weird. Yeah, I've only heard the reissue. I, I've heard oh, that really? same yeah, thing that the original one was like the same shit, God, awful it just quality, terrible. Yeah, it's, it's like it's one of those things where you're, you're listening to it, you're like, God, like damn they it, microphone like, that shit with two cans and a string, <laughs> and they're just like fucking hit it. You know, oh it's yeah, funny. dude. It's like you get three versions of the same band that get better and better between Schizophrenia, Beneath the Remains, and by the time you get to Arise, that's like the apex, right? Yeah. Might be why so many people think that is the best, along with the awesome songs. Oh, it's easily the first, like the first great production they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even beneath the remains isn't quite uh, there. It's, it's not there, but yeah, the guitars don't sound as good. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, man. it was one of those scenes where you could definitely tell. Like, I mean, I grew up in the era where you kind of had to deal with this a lot. Was was like, fuck, man, like the stuff's there. It's mm-hmm. just it just doesn't sound good yet. No, absolutely. You yeah. know, and that to me was a good reason to go see somebody live. You know, because generally it would sound better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's those are the only three I wrote down. Because I mean, there's some obvious stuff in there that's like you know is going to be brought up. Yeah, yeah. 
So I got Symptom of the Universe because that's the first thing I heard and it's fucking awesome. And it was during the Chaos AD recording sessions, right? So it's got that Andy Wallace production that I think, you know, think worked pretty well. Oh, so good. Now, only one I have off against is Choke because, again, that's the first one I heard, but I do still enjoy that song. And again, so I was going to go back and see talking about they came back from Ross Robinson off of Roots. So who do they go is arguably the most polar opposite you can do in the rock spectrum is Howard Benson producing against and he's like total radio rock producer guy maybe that's right. what's so different is like that production too but I, he's like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing here but the yeah. record label's paying the <laughs> shit out of me yep, and i got so like japanese good. nationals running around with drumsticks everywhere yeah. let's fucking Tag yeah hey it, let's do whatever you you fun little kids want to do let's yeah. all just figure it out together. let's just figure yeah. it out together yeah. so I, I'm, I'm the same with you nothing off of roots rate made my top five but i gotta give you know a shout out dude like Rada Mahara, again, first thing I heard, and it's just so... I love that one. There's, you know, we talk about, like, how raw Ross Robinson's production gets, and every time I hear it, I always seem to forget how, like, that must be, like, the most raw album did. the fucking part is like, Yeah. It reminds me of fucking Electric Avenue. Yeah. I love it. I looked up the lyrics the other day. Portuguese. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I looked it up. That's the only part of the song that's in English. It hello is? downtown, That's hello uh, uptown, oh, wow. hello. Dude, I had no idea. Oh that my that was, god, is that no what idea. he's saying? Yeah, I didn't I think he was listening to him for fucking years. Yeah. I didn't I, yeah, know I thought it was just some garbled fucking tribal. I thought it was like, yeah, some Mike Patton some, type shit where yeah, you're just yeah. making, yeah. you know, you're just Frank Walker. They some fucking like, shaman and he's just up yeah. there beating a string. Speaking of Mike Patton, my next honorable mention, look away, dude. It's yeah. the ultimate new metal collaboration, dude. Yeah. He's not even saying anything. He's just making noises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you got Jonathan Davis, who's chuka, chuka, at one point chuka, growling chuka, chuka, at the chuka, end. Chuka, 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 yeah. Then you got this little Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. in the background. Like, yeah. it's so weird. It is. And then you have DJ Lethal scratching. It's yeah, like dude, the ultimate yeah. collab. Well, we can, we so can. funny story, dude. My little brother, I was listening to that song. It was one of the first times my little brother got stoned. Mm-hmm. And like, like it was definitely the first time I knew he got stoned. And I mean, I got him high as fuck, dude, at my buddy Danny's <laughs> house. And we were listening to that fucking song, dude. Like he fucking just disappears for a while. And he comes back and all of a sudden he's like, fucking, hey, dude. He's like, you think we could change the music, man? Like, <laughs> it's, this shit's fucking to get freaking me out, dude. Like, <laughs> like, because you listen to that shit, just it. It sounds like a panic attack. Dude. Yeah, that whole song sounds like a panic attack. I absolutely. And yeah. and, and he it, it was one of those things that freaked him out, dude. And like I guess like he had fucking he said like he had to fucking bail and go into the bathroom and like <laughs> recompose yeah, himself, fucking curl fucking up. Shit's and, getting to me. Yeah, dude. Like so he had to ask me like. You know, <laughs> Can you switch the song? You turn off your fucking torture device. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's waterboarding my ears. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> that's why I'm uh, on the Twitter. Uh, I'm, same with you, Straight Hate. That is my favorite oh, root so song. Good, it's dude. just fuck yes. And then, so I always talk about how do you know you really like something is if you can't, if it just pops into your head and you can't get it out. Inner self, dude. That 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 main riff at the beginning, Fuck dude. Yeah. When I got my Sepultura tattoo, uh, they fucking threw on Beneath the Remains, and they were like, "No, no, 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 no." The owner of the fucking studio was like, "No, we can't fucking give him a Sepultura tattoo and not play Sepultura because <laughs> yeah, they yeah, were yeah. playing some fucking <laughs> yeah. like your standard tattoo parlor weird ambient techno shit that mm -hmm. just keeps. Oh, I was seriously gonna keeps say every finger. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they weren't even a thing. Oh, he was he was still with uh. What was that fucking band um, where they did the body paint? 
I ran into oh, one of those assholes. Yeah, motor grader. Yeah, I bumped yeah, into yeah. him in the bathroom and brick yeah. by brick. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. fucking got paint all over me. And I was like, thanks, dick. Yeah, um, <laughs> you make me think about uh, when we went to the taco shop after that one show, too, and they were playing the scary German, like, goth techno. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oops! Oops! Yeah! And it's just fucking... In a taco shop, dude. Nine! Nine! What? What the fuck is happening here? Oh, so yeah, it's, it's like a mom and pop fucking like get get a burrito. Now I can't get the techno song from yeah. Super Troopers out <laughs> of my fucking head. It was it was you fuck. had to be there, dude. It was it was epic. it was disturbing. It was, yeah, yeah, I had a to eat a burrito with a fork. <laughs> it was a fucking awful experience. That was a moment that'll go down in history. Speaking of moments that'll go down in history, number five for you, awesome. good sir. Number five. Let me fire up my fucking cell phone here. So I did have songs off the Roots album. My number five, uh, all-time top five, is Cutthroat. Son of a bitch. Yeah. That is such a fucking relentless and aggressive song. So he threw all of his vocal prior techniques or whatever the fuck you want to call what Max uses on previous albums where it was just kind of like a little bit harsh, very thrash metal style and he went all out balls out just screaming mm-hmm. as fucking hard as he can and just super aggressive and that that song just the chorus when he's like cutthroat and it's the riffs are simple but it, they fucking grind mm-hmm. and if you ever want to hear a phenomenal cover of that the band gardenian uh did uh when sepultura all those bands did like the tribute albums like how pantera had like yep. the panther or whatever the fuck yeah check that one out holy shit it is which tribute album is it oh fuck i'd have to look it back because uh... i think i had an old one called tree of it was fucking what the fuck was it something it was rest in pain was a uh, crematorium on that one i think so yeah because i know they did like every one of those tribute albums but i think that was one of them yeah, it was one of all the cheesy bands yeah cutthroat just makes me think of like that that Ross Robinson thing. Where it was on Sepultural Feast, a tribute to Sepultura, Gardenian's huh. version yeah. of Cutthroat. Great name. God damn. I just think this is one of those things where like Ross Robinson just like purposely trying to piss you off so bad that you just throw all technique out the window mm-hmm. and you just yeah, scream at the fucking top of your It sounds, it, yeah, like how when they captured uh, Bruce Dickinson doing that fucking scream, like, nope, let's do it again, let's yep. do it again, and getting so fucking infuriated, it's and yeah. I can't hit that high because my fucking uh. balls are still intact. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but that whole song, everything he's singing, just unbelievably angry. Yep. And uh, Man, that's fucking hard, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's it, like singing with that emotion and without like blowing his voice out, and it's just fucking raging the whole song. And for me, that is probably one of the most driving songs off that fucking. Album. Oh yeah, I, I feel that. You know what's crazy? I just found out too is if I'm not mistaken. That whole album's in, like, C standard. It's not overly deep. Yeah. yeah they just make it sound way earlier, it, it man. Yeah. It's trippy. It's fat-ass bass. Well, it's bassy. It. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, definitely yeah. bassy. Oh, like, yeah. fucking Pablo Escobar Jr. or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just fucking fill it in that, bring it in the low. Yep, yep. Speaking of bringing in the low, you're number five, my good sir. <laughs> Mine's in herself. Nice. Yeah, fucking opening rib. Dude, the fucking part is like, blame and lies. And then the part where... Contradictions arise. Yeah, that rhythm that that Cadence that he uses right there, just it just 
fucking yeah. It's like not backbeat, but it's backbeat-ish, and it just contradictions arise. Oh my god, dude! It's so chugging, but it's aggressive. I remember the first time I heard it, I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like. This is their album before the one I've heard. Yeah. Like, this is their old album. Like, I, I just couldn't even fucking believe it. I was like, okay. Like, and I, now, that was the one where I heard, but I was like, okay, now I have to hear All Beneath the Remains, mm-hmm. uh, which, again, I said it before. Like, it's just a fucking masterpiece album, dude. Like, I can't remember who fucking, you know, it was on, I think it was that Rest in Pain fucking tribute to Sepultura. I can't remember what band did it, but fuck, dude, they they did it really awesome too, man. I, it's just one of those songs like anybody could do it, and you can't really fuck it up. I mean, yep. Let's I, 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 I'm convinced, fucking, you know, Post Malone could do this fucking song, and it would sound fucking awesome. Or you know, like any anybody, you know, probably some country guy could fucking do it, and it would sound awesome. You know, so contradictions arise. <laughs> <laughs> Lest we also forget, I didn't mean Bill Clinton singing <laughs> yeah, yeah. it like, fucking, you know, like Hillary. Yeah, uh, let's be forget it was also used <laughs> when he was coming post. across the uh, well, getting close to the finish line in uh, Talladega Nights with uh, Ricky Bobby. It was. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It started with Desperate Cry, but then it ended with it ended. Uh, with Inner Self as if they thought nobody would notice. Right. <laughs> Yo. Oh, we fucking. Yes. Oh yes. It um, does. Huh? Holy yeah, yeah. shit. So I struggled. I barely remember Desperate well, Cry being in that movie. I'm probably too busy laughing. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Shake and bake. I, so so I knew I've known what my number one is forever. It was it was figuring out where the order of the other four were gonna be that yeah, I struggled with. Me. So it's actually kind of a bummer for me to say that my number five is Dead Embryonic Cells just because I love that fucking song oh, so that's much. Such a good dude. Song. That was gonna be one of my honorable mentions too. So God, you guys ever watch Lost in Vegas on uh, no. on YouTube? It's these hip hop dudes that decide because all they did was like at first was they covered hip hop. And then they were like, well, what if we expanded our horizons? So now they have a massive metal following because they're these two hip-hop dudes with little to no experience with, with metal going through different songs. Oh, I think songs. you've told me about yeah. these guys. And so they started with Roots and they were like, it's all right. I, I could see why people like this. And then somebody's all, no, dude, you got to do dead embryonic cells. And just like watching that universal groove that hooks anybody. By the end of it, they were like, this is what we should have done first. This song rules, dude, yeah. And the, and the transitions and how they just, it's, uh, it's just one massive group, dude. You know what's oh, weird? I just was listening to the other day. I think it's one of the greatest thrash metal songs ever fucking recorded. Intro, fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, the non-musical intro is great. Then the music intro is great. The fucking main riff, the, that part where it's like... Yeah. Like, that shit is great. Obviously, the fucking breakdown. One thing I thought was weird that I just noticed was once they go into the fucking... So that whole fucking part, if you really want to get down to it, is totally fucking raining blood. But the weird thing is, is once they go into that part, I just never noticed that there's no guitar in the background still doing the fucking... So once they fucking hit the pen up, pen up, pen up, pen up, pen up, just the bass in the background. So fucking cool, dude, that they do that. Like that's so awesome because obviously the money tells you put the fuck keep the guitar in there too, but also keeping in line with some of the Van Halenism, some of the you know which at the time probably wasn't a big deal, but Pantera was like that too, where you know a lot of that stuff they wanted to do was when we play it live, we want it to sound 
the same as if we're playing it live. So I thought that was really fucking just brilliant that they fucking did something so small like that. I, and yeah, dude, I to me, if it's not in the top 10 fucking thrash songs of all time, your list is wrong. Yeah, it, it fucking should be. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of lists, number four for you, good sir. Awesome. So speaking of uh, talking about their weird ass covers and influences, my number four is The Hunt off of Chaos AD, which was a fucking new model army cover. Am I the only one who gives a shit about the rules? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell Aaron the rules. So we're gonna we're gonna break the rules for Aaron. I uh we do usually don't mostly do no covers, covers on the, the list. Alright, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was reading ahead. So my <laughs> number four was uh keep doing the hunt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> keep look, doing the hunt. Here's another thing I barely consider it a cover because I never heard of the fucking band. So, so to me that is a Sepultura yeah. song. Honestly, it's our list, so we can do whatever we want. That is also so, true. Rule keep going with the hunt. rule breaking. All right, I'll get my <laughs> We'll discuss this and deliberate afterwards. So <laughs> I the just hunt. typed out, mistyped it, and typed out the gunt. The gunt. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's from a fucking band out of England called New Model Army, and I listened to the original one because I I didn't know it was a cover either until I started doing all this research. And I was like, holy shit! I immediately had stage four cancer from fucking <laughs> listening to it. It just like developed hemorrhoids. It is so fucking horrible. And it, it's another one of those, like... And they, they're a fan of the band. And I'm like, this shit is garbage. And I figured it was one of those takes of, like, hey, they fucking... This music pisses me off so much that I want to take it and just balls the fuck out of it and make it into this grinding-ass song. And it's ended up being, yeah, one of my all-time favorite Sepultura songs. Yeah, so, I've never, I've never yeah. heard the original. I knew oh, it was it's a... so fucking bad. Like, don't just don't. So I was a chronic <laughs> fucking uh, inlay card reader because, like, I, you know, it was back in the day. I, you know, we didn't have phones, so you just get stoned and fucking listen to the album, read the fucking inlay card over and over and over yeah. again. I so I knew it was a cover, uh, but I've never heard the original, and I've never really wanted to hear the original. Just because I remember being a little bit disappointed, like listening to some of the original songs of those Metallica covers, not mm-hmm. the Diamond Head one, but the Budgie one was the Budgie, like, yeah, Fuck, dude, this. And I've listened to a lot of Budgie stuff since. It's bad. I don't mind it as much now, but back then when I was a kid, it was just like so disappointing. I was like, yeah. "Fuck!" So yeah. I just never really bothered with some of these covers that they do. Never bothered to listen to him, and yeah, I've never I don't heard like hemorrhoids, so I'm kind of glad I fucking <laughs> didn't listen to it. Well, and I I can see you know? why, like lyrically, and why I'm probably gonna get cancer anyway because I smoke. So yeah, I mean, I don't need way. to. I don't need to. Yeah. You know, fucking I'm, I'm, I'm make fucking that any come on any quicker. <laughs> any quicker, <laughs> yeah. Let me expedite this process. Yeah. Indeed. Um, yeah. So lyrically, though. The whole theme of everything, if you ever watched any interviews with the whole Chaos AD album, it's just they were like, all this shit was going down in Brazil, like Mm -hmm. cops killing everybody. Just it's a fucking total nightmare scenario. It's a really political album. Yeah, it's extremely political. And then the lyrics on that album fit like perfectly Mm -hmm. in with everything that's going on in the album. And it was written by a band out of England. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck's going on in England, but uh, (laughs) tea and crumpets for all fucking makes it. (laughs) And uh, everybody's up in arms. <laughs> the fucking queen. Um, Fuck the queen. But, yeah. On that note, the fucking queens. <laughs> number four for you. Oh, real quick. Do you get a We doing all right on time? Yeah. Yeah, right, we're good. Cool, cool, cool. 
number four again, sir. Uh, my number four is Desperate Cry. Oh, dude, it's such a fucking good song, man. Like, I fucking love it. It's got the fucking part at the end of fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ramping up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody's heard the fucking song. Well, oh. I'll elaborate on that a little more later. <laughs> I'll just say yeah. that for now. Yeah. It's 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 been. So I mean, I guess I'll just say it here too. Like Dead Embryonic Cells didn't make my list. As much as I think it's one of the greatest fucking songs ever written, it's just never been one of my favorite. Well, I think at one point it probably was my favorite. And then as I heard more fucking songs, man, like, because uh, my number one and number two, actually, my my next three are pretty fucking weird, probably for most people by their list. So number four for you, because we could get into Desperate Cry a little bit more later. So my number four, okay, so my favorite Max record is Chaos AD. So it's so a little backstory. I first heard Roots, then I heard Arise. I didn't actually hear Chaos till later. So I was like, whoa, there's this weird record in between. And it's like, like... You know, all this stuff before that's kind of your typical metal dark. Chaos AD was like, hey, shit's fucked up dark. And it was, you know what I mean? And it was reflected in the lyrics and the sound and the aesthetic, the video. That I really like that cover art. Um, I don't know if it's by the same guy. I don't yes. think it is. It is? It is. Okay, cool. And is it was, by? Is it Paul Booth, too? I, no, that's, uh, I think his name's Michael Whelan. Yeah, oh. Michael Whelan. Yeah. I fucking love that album cover, too, yeah, man. Paul like, Booth is sick, too. But, Michael um, Whelan, did, yeah. I feel like if you see a Sepultura shirt, those are the two ones you see the most. You know, yeah, those? for sure. Yeah. I, I love that record front to back. The way it flows, you know, each song is awesome, and it's got a, you know a unique characteristic to itself. And I go back and forth. What's what do you get stuck in your head a lot? Fucking territory, dude. War for territory. Just that groove, and it, you know oh, when man. it comes Especially in. Especially when it hits the second verse and he drops down and sees yeah. it lower and it's yeah, oh, man. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. He is just like it starts with that awesome drum roll of of Igor's, and then it just it just goes from there, it man. It does. It's you know judging. I don't know. I mean, you very can very simplistic play. riff, but it fucking grinds. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was just that. That's a whole. That was a whole another level for me when I first heard that, and I and I love it to this day. It's cool that they had three singles with videos from from the album, but there's others that I'm just like. Oh, why, why wasn't that a single too? But we'll get to that later. This is one song on the album. I, I mean, it's all right. I don't hate it by any means. Just definitely not a favorite. Fair enough. Number three, good sir. Awesome. Mine uh, for number three is Border Wars. Nice. Holy shit! So that that one, it's a Dare Green album. It's off of uh, Supple Nation 2001, and it was. I'd given up on against Sepulnation, like I said, when I got fucking hit in the face with the goddamn cassette tape. So then, and I heard it, and I was like, "Impact!" Holy shit! Yeah, it definitely had an impact on me. And played it, and we wore the fucking cassette tape out. I was like, "Holy shit! This is I can get on board with Sepultura going in this direction with this song, and just." It takes a while to actually get to the course of the song. It's one of those mm-hmm. where it's like a verse, then like they do a, a quick little bridge, and then it's the v- second verse, and then they hit the chorus when he starts screaming out Border Wars. Yeah. And it just fucking heavy and just in your face. I, I fucking love the shit out of it. That mm-hmm. was when he definitely had improved his vocals as well. Yes, yes. You will hear more about that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out Steve Evans on production. I think that helped a lot, too. Hear that, all you cassette psychos? You can wear them out. Yep, yep. Number 
three for you, good sir. So mine is off of Chaos AD also. Nice. Kind of a weird one because I don't know if they're... It, the verses are so strange because I can't tell if it's... I, I've I, My old band did a thing where I was like talking in, in like pan hard right and I was talking pan hard left. Actually, our friend was talking pan hard left. And we play them at the same time. So when you listen to it in, just in speakers, you can't focus on either one. So it's like a lot of shit happening. But dude, fucking amen. Mm, that's a good the one. The fucking... I almost used I used to always see it as like a glorified instrumental, you know. But the fucking like I love the slur fucking riff, the slide riff or whatever. But just that fucking chug down on that fucking thing. And when I heard this album, one massive fucking part of this album that was really fucking blew me away to the point where I thought it was again. I was looking in the inlay card. I didn't think it was strange at the time because it made so much sense that they put it in there. But, dude, the fucking guitar sound on this album, just, it's awesome, dude. Like, especially at the fucking time. And it even fucking has, in the inlay cover, dude, fucking, with all the fucking credits, producer, fucking writer, you know, fucking mixer, engineer. And then it also says fucking guitar sound. Alex Newport. Oh, from Fudge Tunnel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forget about that. And Nail Bomb. Yeah. You know, and I was like, wow, like they actually credited dude with the fucking guitar sound. But mm-hmm. then I, it made sense because the guitars sounded really fucking cool. Uh, nowadays, given given the equipment we have and, and the capabilities we have now, any guitar sound is available. You're yeah. just like, oh yeah, yeah fuck, cool. Like, yeah. But back I mean, then, like it was, it was like, holy fuck, like this guitar just sounds yeah, so fucking, fucking amazing. Yep. chunky, dude. Shout like, out Andy Wallace, too. Yeah, like it was, awesome. it was just such a good fucking guitar sound. And it's just, it's. I mean, it's. I think the song's like three riffs, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's super fucking simple, super fucking chunky, and it's just fucking hard, dude. Less is more. And they got that fucking weird, it's it's really weird. Like in the verses, it's it's almost like I get a, like a preacher kind of saying a prayer vibe. Which I guess would go with Amen, but I also yeah. get this vibe of like a fucking news story, fuck playing. Like it, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of different shit, weird yep. things going on, going on during the verses, or I guess maybe the pre-verse or something. And then Max comes in and he fucking starts fucking screaming and is you know doing his Max thing, and it's mm-hmm. just fucking awesome, dude. It's just heavy as fuck. Yep. Number three for you. Well, leading hand in hand to that, my favorite song off of Chaos AD, Nomad. Fucking really? Just groove, 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 dude. Echoes in the... Uh, yeah, that part too. Dude, really, really. dude, so sick. Okay, so there was a little, 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 little <laughs> bit of hardcore influence starting to peek its head in on um, on Arise. This is where it becomes full Yeah, bore. It's, it's in your fucking face at that yeah, point. Yeah, dude. Terror, when I first heard Terror, I was like, this shit sounds like Chaos AD. I'm into yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like, like it's, no, it's clear. Yeah. You'll hear a lot of punk and hardcore, hardcore dudes talk about how they don't like metal, but they love Sepultura. It's probably for shit like this, dude. Oh, yeah, but it's dude. just... Uh, it's like a tough guy hardcore song. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Dealing with... That is... It's like a set of truck nuts just fucking yes. dangling yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dangling truck off. Truck nuts driving <laughs> through the desert. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Hitting every cactus along yeah, the yeah. way. Smack! Yeah, man. I, I don't know what else to say other than it's just heavy, it's grooving, it's It's like if you took hard, Jamie dude. Johnston just threw him in the Sahara Desert. And <laughs> yeah. fucking, it's fucking hot! Yeah. 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 Gave him a guitar and said, write a song and be yeah. like, it would be Nomad. Yeah, like, why, why are there no good covers of this that have been out there, dude? Like... 
Set, throw it I down. think it's an underrated fucking yes, song. You don't yes, hear a lot of people is. bring it up. That's why I was kind of shocked because yeah. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard anybody yeah, ever man. list that in one of their top songs. It's just another one of those ones. It's just in my head all the time. Throw down and fucking God forbid both covered propaganda. Maybe somebody should have taken the, the part other where one. Like speeds up a little bit too, and he's just like fucking. So I took walking about the stand, walking in the sand. Oh, yeah, yeah, when it comes back in, yeah. Like, it's just such a fucking chuggy, tough guy hardcore song. Absolutely. Speaking of chugging, number two, good sir. Well, it's funny that you should bring up propaganda, because propaganda is my number fucking two. Fucking A, dude. Yeah, by far, in my opinion... Um, the fastest and most aggressive song on Chaos AD, not taking away from Territory or Refuse or Resist or any of that shit, but god damn, it's just that fucking intro with Igor sitting there fucking... It's the fucking alarm clock riff, dude. Fucking... Um, Those kicks really drive through to the... fucking tinging on that motherfucker. Yep. And then after that, that... That guitar just slams in, and I was listening yeah, to that man. on the way over here, oh, and I was yeah. like, God damn, this thing's crushing this. And I was like, holy fuck, this is. Dude, the fucking riff was like. You. Fucking... Yeah. Oh, it's oh, so it's, fucking it's good. So fucking it's my number good. two, too. Is that yeah. awesome? I thought I was being a weirdo putting yeah. it in my number two. You are not alone with your fucking strangeness. So over to I've ever since I first heard it, which the first time I ever heard that sound was on this fucking song. And I've been fucking obsessed with it ever since. I used it in fucking D-Not songs. I used it in Difficult Henry fucking songs. I mean, I love it when Static X fucking did it, when Snot fucking used it, when fucking anybody used that fucking shit, dude. I fucking loved it, dude. Like, it's always been the coolest fucking sound. And then the fucking kicks coming through. You know, it's... You know, oh, they're so fucking loud and heavy. And then that fucking part. And then the fucking kicker, dude. Oh, it's sick as fuck. Yep, 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 yep. Oh my god. Absolutely. You want to talk about slur fucking breakdown riffs, dude? Jesus fucking Christ. I think. I can just picture the fucking pit doing that wave thing of just fucking everybody slamming. When you're talking riff beast, dude, and you're talking fucking all time fucking hardest fucking breakdowns, dude, this fucking riff is there. I've. Oh, dude, it's it's probably the entire reason it's my number two fucking favorite Sepultura song. I've been obsessed with this fucking yeah. song ever since I fucking heard it. And then, I'm not a real big lyric guy, but I mean, I love the fucking propaganda hides your scum. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, I've always been fucking so just... I, I, it's, it's a necessary evil, but I fucking hate the government, dude. I hate every fucking politician... I fucking hate all that shit. And I hate the idea of propaganda and just fooling everybody. But I also understand you have to do it because fucking people need to be fooled, to be ruled. And we have to absolutely be ruled because fuckers are idiots and fuckers are crazy. You know, like the idea of anarchy is one of the scariest things to me. Because if it really truly is fucking the strong will survive, dude... Most of us are fucked. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it's a really fucking scary idea. There's not a lot of fucking horror stuff that fucking scares me. Reality fucking scares me, and that's something that scares me. 
That's but, what I'm saying. That's the difference between everything before and Chaos AD. That's yeah. a reality fucking record, dude. Yeah, dude. Chaos AD is really fucking slapping you in the face with a lot of different fucking things. And it's like, wow, like I just, I didn't notice that I paid much attention to the lyrics. But then I, you know, obviously I did. And, I, and then the, and just this song is just that, it's that push pull of me of like, we have to have this thing. But fuck those guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, oh, absolutely. It's yep, like, yep, God yep. damn it. And it's, it makes oh, me shit. fucking feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, I, cause I'm, cause I'm angry at one, on one hand and I'm also understanding on another side. And yes, I, it's, it does make me feel uncomfortable to the point where I just, you just want to, you hear the song and then, you know, like the aggression and the fucking tones and the fucking just heaviness. And it's just like, yeah, dude, if there's ever a song that just makes me want to rage, it's this fucking oh, song. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if I've ever wanted to burn down an orphanage, this is the dude, fucking soundtrack yeah. to you, it. And I'm just going to fucking I mean, if you're fucking, if roll. you're going to give me some theme music to fucking go into a riot, like, <laughs> fuck, I, I'm fucking having this song yeah. played, dude. Like, I think it's awesome that it's fucking your number two, too, because I totally thought that this was a song that wasn't very popular of theirs. But then you just threw out fucking it's two bands doing twice. covers. I'm Check like, out those covers, by the way. I, yeah, I have it. no I've idea, God forbid, who I'm yep. a huge fan of did a cover yeah, of that. I've never heard any of the, anybody cover this. It's harder also. to find than the uh, Throwdown one, unfortunately. I will scour uh, the interweb. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I'm gonna have to fucking check those out. <laughs> yeah. Number two note, for you. Also check out God forbid's cover of Marauder's Master Killer. That's sick too. Ooh, but it's also I have heard that one. That was fucking sweet. So my number two is actually going backwards. You already said it. Desperate Cry, dude. It's. Just a sick ass song, and I'm glad they still play it. You know, it's just like it, it, more than anything else. It's just the fucking guitar harmonies on that slow part when you were talking about their solos yeah. aren't long. Yeah, and he does it, and it's the dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I I played that. I would so put good. that fucking song on repeat. Yeah, just and I'm. It's so good, and those harmony guitars, Andreas yep, yep. playing that shit, and fucking Max grinding underneath it. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking good. The weird little fucking... I love how they put the acoustic thing... Like, yes. Kind of just like in the middle of the song. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's like, okay, I get the intro. But then, like, they come back to it, like, yeah. later on in the song. I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before the story. You know, because, yep, like, yeah, exactly. battery doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Fight Fire with Fire doesn't do that. It's like, you have your intro riff, you know, and it's like, hey, we don't want the kind <laughs> yeah. here. The intro has to stay <laughs> yeah. at the door. It can't yeah. be inside can't, the building. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Quit invading so, other parts of the building. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it. cool that they brought it back. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck, dude. I, dun, 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 so dun, one time I ate some yeah. fucking mushrooms, dude, and I fucking was like <laughs> sitting in my buddy's house I by see, myself. I can I see, <laughs> I can see I sounds. I didn't know where to go. I mean, I don't know. I think he was out of town working. I, I, I lived there for a little while. I don't think I lived there at this time, but I could get into the house, dude. Like, it was fine, whatever. But I was fucking frying my nuts off on fucking mushrooms. I don't know what fucking happened, but I remember hauling ass to his house, dude, trying to get there. Before it really kicked in, right? So I was like, dude, I just got to get to Waylon's house. Dude, I just got to get there. Just let me fucking get there. I get there. There's no one there. And I, I think that's why I was going there was because there's no one there. Because I mean, I lived with my folks at the time. And I fucking get there. And I'm like, okay, dude. Okay, safe space now. You know, no one is around. Like, it's, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, you know what? Just fucking chill out, dude. Like, do some comfort shit. So I fucking <laughs> threw on fucking Madden on the fucking... I threw on whatever football game is on uh, fucking uh, Super, the Super Nintendo we had or whatever. Maybe it was a fucking, fucking PlayStation, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And then uh, 
I threw on fucking Arise. And by the time this song came on, especially the fucking my heart started beating with the with the kick drum, and I was like, "And we've hit peak fucking so." When my little brother told me, "Can we change the music, man? Because this shit's freaking me out." The reason I was so sympathetic was because I had to change the fucking music because it was freaking me out. It's waterboarding my heart. Dude, I can't fucking take it, dude. I was like. You're like, please, God, yes, we're all gonna die. And I immediately was like, fucking, dude, I have to listen to something slower. So I threw on, like, Life of Agony, River Runs Red, which was a terrible idea. Yeah, I'll get into that on a fucking Life of Agony episode. But, like, dude, this fucking song, I th- and this is one I think is a very underrated song. Absolutely. I think the whole album as a whole is is right where it needs to be. A lot of people hold it in very high regard. But... I also think, like, it's not underrated in the sense that, like, I think most people would probably pick it second or third on the album because of Arise and Dead Embryonic Cells. But if you fucking take the first three songs, Arise, Dead Embryonic Cells, Desperate Cry, against most any other album, as a whole, fuck, dude, it's gonna hold up, dude. Oh, yeah. It's gonna hold its own. That is a fucking three-song starting banger city, dude. Like, fuck, man. Yep. You just, you'd be hard to find another three that are better than that. Yep. So, on that note, let's finish out strong. Number uh, one. My number one. This number I'm, one. Number one. Number one. Okay, so, <laughs> that is, for me, and because I'm biased to shit, I'll explain why, is Roots, Bloody Roots. Right on. It was the very first song we ever heard, because we put it in and just pushed play on the CD, because the CD had the cover of the... The art on the CD was that fucking tattoo underneath the Indian kid's eye on the mm-hmm. cover of it. Yeah. And uh, we put it on, and you hear, like, the cricket noise and field shit in the background. And it's two fucking notes open and first. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, what the does, fuck da, 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 is this? And so that song holds a lot of fucking place in my heart. It was the very first song we ever played live, mm-hmm. and it was for a pep rally at the high school. Nice. And it was fucking parent day. Sweet. So we come in, I have this thing recorded. We come in, and they sat the parents right in the fucking front row, and the principal beforehand was like, Mr. Street, you're not going to be playing any of that devil music, are you? I'm like, no, sir, not at all. It's uh, They play it on the classic rock station. We're playing tribal music. Yeah, exactly. And he was it's like, cultural. oh, excellent. I'm a fan of the old classic rock. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you are, fucker. And so we get out there, and it's fucking, un, dois, tres, quad. And we yeah. break into that shit going crazy. The school band's behind us. It's just four of us up here, or five of us, and we're going ape shit. I fucking had a hundred foot guitar cord and uh, when we broke into uh, the fucking breakdown of the song, I ran, sprinted, jumped through the fucking parents into the fucking bleachers and was headbanging, thrashing, nice. creating a pit up there while these parents are fucking freaking out. Just all kinds of shit. Panic, running amok, and then we finished and then we're sent home. Uh, <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> football strong. team loved it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, sure you're, just, you're just too darn loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, y'all are going to get shaken babysitting. Yeah, my mom yeah. was getting phone calls from the school nurse <laughs> concerned that we were going to induce shaken baby syndrome on ourselves <laughs> from the amount of head No, 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 no,
like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Killer fucking song, dude. I was really fucking... I loved it when the fucking album came out. I put it on, and yeah, dude, it's just the cricket noise, and then all of a sudden, fucking... And it's like, fuck, dude. Like, this is so fucking awesome. Like, it's... No, like, it's really... I guess it fucking, I think it's weird that I fucking was so weird about Soulfly when they first came out. Because, fuck, duh. You know, it's right there. Yeah. You know, like. It's just but, a continuation of that. Yeah, dude. Like, fuck, it's such a fucking cool song. And I mean, I've seen Soulfly play this song every time I've seen them live, which they're the band I've seen live the most. Every time I've seen them live, they've done this song. At one time, they brought out fucking big fucking belly drums, yeah. dude. Like, and they. Oh, just like a music video. And I'd never seen shit like, like I, that's the first time I saw them, they actually had a drum circle on the fucking stage, but it's kind of like after they were done playing, this was the first time I'd seen them like do it like in their fucking in their, set. In their and I was set. just like, what the fuck? Also, side note, at the same time that was fucking happening, I was in a not mosh pit. It was a pit, but it was a chick stripping. Mm-hmm. It was Awesome, dude. <laughs> just, just as a caveat. Yeah, it was <laughs> so cool. Titties, dude. awesome. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. Speaking Everything. of awesome, you're number one, good sir. <laughs> My number one, dude. Okay, so this is a weird fucking thing. When I heard this fucking song, I would well, when I would listen to this song, there's just something about the fucking intro, dude. I don't know if I was obsessed with the movie Predator, but I really like the movie Predator. But for some reason, dude, the Predator cruising through the fucking jungle fucking shit up left and right and then like you know just a soldiers of fortune you know fucking cruising through the fucking jungle whatnot just for some reason would always get in my fucking head at this point when this intro would come on i think it's because i was listening to it one night like and i fell asleep but i didn't like go to sleep so like i just kind of like dozed off and then came to or whatever like somewhere in the song but again it has the fucking distant thing in the middle too or at least a detuned weird thing but altered state Mm, okay. This is what I said. Like it might be weird. My number one favorite fucking Sepultura song is a weird one. I don't think a lot of people would probably pick that one. But that fucking yeah, yeah. Like all this weird fucking jungle sounds. Like it reminds me of the Predator, dude. Like I don't know why, but you could totally hear this intro and all of a sudden. Yeah, I absolutely feel that. <clears throat> but yeah, in the middle part where it's got that fucking It's not a solo per se Because it plays that and then he plays a guitar solo But it's just like a little lead into the fucking solo that it's It has that lead into the solo Then the solo and it's relatively short And then it goes back to, you know But yeah, right after the fucking jungle intro And it fucking just that fucking The fucking dive And it has the fucking mm-hmm. You know, and then it gets into the fucking, the actual fucking riff and stuff. Like, the chorus is fucking cool, man. I've never really looked at the lyrics, so I have no idea what he's fucking saying in the song. It's never been that for me, and I honestly don't want to know what he's saying for the song because I just have this thing in my head of, this song is the predator for me. I feel that. And I fucking love that it's the predator. Still, it's the predator. I just, that's another weird thing. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to do an, a, a Sepultura episode. And all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, cool, dude. Fucking let's make my fucking just my top of the head fucking list, right? Throw it on a place. I'm sitting there fucking driving in my car. And that fucking intro comes on immediately. I haven't watched The Predator in fucking quite a, quite a few years. Immediately. That's I'm in that fucking goes. jungle. You know, I'm looking at this fucking dreadlocked fucking 
alien goddamn killing machine. Like, fuck, dude. Like, so, yeah, that is why I have a strange, that's probably, I guess, the strangest tie I've ever had to a song. That, no, it's your that special connection, of. dude. That's what's most no, important. Yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, now, I, now I'm gonna fucking rewatch Predator and be like, "This is where it is. Yep, yep, is yep. Here it is. Push play. Push play. Yep. It'll be like the Oz. Oddly enough, now was having Oz said it out loud, and now I want to watch the Predator. There you go. Fuck. Fucking a. Uh, number one for D-Lo. Aaron already said it. Border Wars. Ooh. So Max, my favorite Max record is yes. Chaos AD. My favorite record overall is Nation, and I feel like. There's got to be some correlation with that, right? Where it's a there's a strong theme throughout. There's kind of a propaganda vibe. There's kind of a political vibe. But just even take all that away, dude. Just the way the songs flow. I'm gonna have to listen yeah. to this one, dude. Like I don't front to back, dude. By far, out of the Derek Green era, um, I would say that that Nation is is peak. Derek Green Sepultura. Absolutely. I'm bummed it doesn't get talked about enough, but I kind of understand because people were falling out of favor or whatever. Yeah, and it did not get a very warm reception. It got a way better reception than against. Yeah. But, uh, God, yeah, the flow of the songs, and uh, I think that's probably the first Sepultura album to have clean vocals from the lead vocalist. Yeah. And he's not by any means a phenomenal fucking clean vocalist, but the shit fits what they're doing on the Yeah, and it adds a dimension. And and yeah, dude, Border Wars is the is the highlight for me. I remember back in the day on 1053 at night on Sundays. Uh, another state of mind, rest in peace. Nice, loved it. Yeah, Norm's talking about, hey, we got new Sepultura, and they were already one of my favorite bands by that point. I was like, okay, cool, you know, coming off of against. And then they play Border Wars, and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, Igor was still with him on Sepul Nation. <laughs> yep. He's still fucking doing his his style of drumming. Just yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's a dun dun dun. Yeah, dun dun. Border Wars. Yeah, dude, the way it builds up throughout the whole thing, and then that dun dun. Yeah. Da-dun. And just God, credit, man. shout out to Derek Green in general on mm-hmm. the fact of, okay, so, right, English is a second language for all of those guys in uh, the original lineup of Sepultura. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he Brazilian? No, he's from no, Cleveland. And he's I just from found fucking out Cleveland. He's the original <laughs> bass player of Integrity, too, so no double way, really? yes. Yeah, I found that out because Dwayne so said it on an interview. Sweet, dude. Yeah. So awesome. lyrically, th- light years... Ahead on grammatic, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, from Max, I is our heavy. I like <laughs> I like metal. Coca Cola, please. It's pretty yeah. cool because like that was probably I guess the biggest surprise listening to a lot of the Derek Green stuff was the variety he brings to the table in the vocal yep. department. I also think that's probably what makes them seem like just the regular de- like just a regular metal band to me. Mm-hmm. Is he's a more regular metal singer? Yeah. Where yeah. like Max is more of a one-trick pony, but he has this unique sound. Yeah. You know, so even though he does like less styles or whatever, he stands out more. Where Derek Green to me, because I listen to a lot of, it's just the day we the days we live in, man. We we listen to so much fucking stuff now. It's harder for Derek to fucking stand out. I, yeah. You know, and, and honestly, playing that style of music, it's probably harder for the, the band as a whole. But, I mean, I definitely... I, 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 th- I mean, I remember listening... I don't remember listening to Nation. I remember fucking getting it. I remember playing it. I, I, I think I probably remember Against more because I thought it sucked so bad. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, but... 
nation, I just don't really remember much about it. So I'm definitely going to, I mean, fuck, it's on both of your fucking lists. Like, mm-hmm. I have to yeah, check this fucking song it's out. fucking just, oh my God, it was. Yeah. That, that's that's it for me. I it'd be sweet if they played something off of it on when they come. I don't think they will. No, but. I, I don't think I've ever heard. Yeah, just in general, because uh, that was the same way. Against was so fuck. The opening song, the title track, against it's like this punk. That's what I remember. Yeah, and, and I put it in. I was yeah. like, punk oh god! And this was back. So down there, we had the punks and the metalheads. Yeah, and it like just hated each other, and I remember. Because all the shit, they would listen to stuff that, to this day, I've never heard of. Like, Mustard Plug, what the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, 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 And sure. uh, <laughs> And it was, I would That's watch these bands live, and it would be the same three chords played in the same progression as fast as humanly possible with everybody doing summer, like, basically the shit that kids do at Soma shows. <laughs> yeah. What is now crowd killing, but holding a fucking instrument, mm-hmm. doing that shit nonstop, and then... Like the super poppy Jello Biafra esque fucking vocals, and uh, and then like trying to tell me that we get up there and we do all this super heavy shit that they are like on par as far as heaviness with us, and I'm like y'all all need to fucking choke and die. This mm-hmm. shit is garbage. Yeah. And so <laughs> when I heard against and it fucking starts off the I was like, that's it. Fucking just give me their address. I'm mailing anthrax to them right yep, now. Yep. It's, it's fucking, oh, God, this is horrible. So that was the thing was they did full on, they started doing full on hardcore songs on Against. They got way better at them on, um, on Nation because there's a couple. That's that second song. I don't remember what it's called, but the second song after Sepple Nation before Border Choke. Wars. Well, on, no, 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 uh, on Nation. Hey, on, I don't know Nation. what it's called. Yeah, but like they got better at it because Derek's a hardcore guy too. Yes. He came from the hardcore scene, and so like, and then you got the other one. It's towards the end, but it's got Jamie Josta on it, and it sounds fucking sick. Side note: Jamie Josta got asked to audition after Max left. So that was the whole big so thing too. Chuck was Billy. Mm-hmm. yeah, all these big name people in in various scenes got asked, and then Derek Green out of nowhere. Yep. Yep. Uh, send his audition I wonder tape how much that was because not a lot of people knew him because I see why a band wouldn't want to take an established guy because well because then everybody's going to expect it to sound like that guy's yeah. shit well, look at Van Halen I mean when they got Sammy Hagar like that was it wasn't Van Halen but I mean at the same time like it was almost bigger than that it's like yeah. they became yeah. it's almost like you become a super group and it doesn't I don't know. It's it's, it's yeah, really weird to me that one point oh you. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I don't I don't know how to explain it because I I think like you wouldn't be Sepultura anymore. It would almost be like Sepultura featuring Chuck Billy forever. Yeah, like yeah. Sepultura featuring Jamie Josta forever. Like it yeah. it, it would just be too much With of guest a, appearances mm-hmm. for the entire set. Yeah, yeah, it just would be too weird for everyone. Like, people wouldn't be able to make the separation between Testament and, and Sepultura or Hatebreed and Sepultura. Yeah. Where if you just grab an unknown, a relatively unknown person, now he can just be the new singer for fucking Sepultura, right. mm-hmm. you know? Like, um, I don't think that happens much with guitar players or drummers. No, I don't absolutely think. not. Everybody's but with singers, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a much bigger deal. When we start looking at, like, some of these stories about who auditioned for what, you know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're like, just, what? You're like, wow, like, okay. Well, I mean, just know? think if uh, they had fucking picked up Les, Les Claypool and Metallica. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like, <you> know. <laughs> My name is Mud yeah, Master. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. 
My name is Master. <laughs> My name uh, is Master. Yeah, just cut the two out of the middle. So as we like to do, we uh, we go on Spotify and see what the ten biggest songs are. At number ten, we have uh, one of the newer sing- or singles, "Isolation," at five hundred thousand. After that, we have "In Herself," Alpha Beneath the Remains, three point seven million. And then we have the cover of Orgasmatron that's on the, well, it's on a lot of things, but it's on the back of Arise specifically. Quit breaking the fucking rules, Spotify. No goddamn covers. We established covers of all time. It is. It is so fucking good. Yeah. And then after that, we have Dead Embryonic Cells, 4.2 mil. Then we have Attitude Off of Roots, 4.4 mil. Yeah. Wait, Dead Embryonic Cells is that low? I mean, it's still fucking high. It's number seven. Fucking. I just figured out, wow, yeah, I'm I surprised it's not in their top five. Fair. Well, so here's their top five. Number five, Arise, 7.6 mil. What? Number what four, Rada Mahata, 10.2 mil. Number three, Territory at 12.8 mil. Refuse Resist at number two, which okay. I'm surprised that didn't end up on any of ours. but It was in my honorable yeah. mentions. I was trying to whittle it down. go outside. Feel, the yeah. fucking, this was extremely difficult. No, I yeah, I, I'm with you, man. <laughs> yeah, Refuse Resist is a good so one. It's still good. great, yeah. Great job on hate read by that cover, yeah, too. That's uh, that got 17.1 mil. Wow. And number one, by far and away, Roots Bloody Roots. Fuck yes. God 30, damn it. They got it right. 31 mil. Fucking A. So wow. I take Aaron, back everything I Aaron said. Aaron 30, <laughs> 31 million? Yeah. Aaron and okay. 31 yeah. million. Well, so all of us are all roots. wrong. All yeah. fucking roots. Sheep. <laughs> yep. We're all sheep for yeah. roots. But uh, so it was another thing funny. Uh, is Watch Mojo is a thing I watch all the time, and they don't get everything right. But of all bands, they had a top 10 for Sepultura, and I was like, okay, as it gets towards the end, number one's going to be Roots. That's fine. And it was number two. I was like, what's number one? And it was Arise. So I was like, wow. I can't hate that either. Wow. I, what was number way? 10? Oh, I don't remember. It, it's on there. Some it's obscure all, shit. They're yeah. like, just I don't know, pick something from Derek's yeah. fucking it's like all, that eighteenth no, album. Oh, there was no Derek stuff. It was all stuff that makes <laughs> sense. It? Yeah, number five was Troops of Doom. So mm, all right. I mean, I Doom I say makes like, that song's the intro riff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Dead Embryonic Cells is that low? But again, like thrash is not a super popular fucking genre. Like, so yeah. I mean, I get that. Plus. Yeah. You know, Roots, Bloody Roots, too. I mean, I'm sure that's probably been used. That's a kind of song that could be used in, like, movies and video games. Yeah, and all the time. Lots and, of different things. you see so of, many fucking bands that are nowhere in that genre do covers of that song. Mm-hmm. All the time. Oh, yeah, Throwdown covered that, too. Throwdown did a lot of Sepultura covers for a while. Fucking They're a really cool band because I think a lot of one of the reasons they are a cool band is because they do have the punk and hardcore influence and the thrash influence, but... They mixed it with the world stuff yep. so well. Like yep. I just, I, I really fucking like. Uh, I really like how they fucking do that. And they're, you they're know, con- to some degree at different levels of their career. Yeah, um, they're considered one of the best for a reason. Yeah, I, I'm just glad they're still around. Same. Um, I know not everybody's a Derek fan, but like, I it's one of those like. Keep making fucking music. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Also, that's the other thing. It's interesting that they seem to be having a resurgence because there's so many eyes on their drummer now, Eloy Casagrande. Oh, yeah, Eloy Cabana Bowl or fucking 20 years old or some shit. He's something, yeah. He is, but I keep hearing his name come up so much. I I don't know a whole lot of background on him. Just but, uh, watch a video of him doing a demonstration, dude. Like, like that's enough right there. That's right. And it's like within the last four years, because they were pretty... You don't hear shit from these guys, and they kind of stopped touring the U.S., and it would piss me off, because they would fucking hit right up, and they'd hit TJ. Yep. And I'm like, 
God damn it, I can't go to fucking Tijuana. Mm-hmm. And just all the time they'd stop there, and I get it because visas are cheaper and all that other shit that yeah. goes in along with it. But yeah. uh, then all of a sudden, Machine Messiah, people started, that started generating some buzz. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not a fucking perfect record. It's a lot better than some of their previous efforts. And yeah. then uh, that fucking isolation, like, I don't know when the last time they have had millions of views on a fucking video. Yeah, I was saying, yeah. man, like, I, I I even checked that one out as soon as it fucking was, as soon as they announced it, I had to check it out, like, because there's people on Twitter just like, oh, fuck, like, you gotta check this song out. Like, I mean, again, like, I, I hate harping on social media, but it's such a big deal now because it's not just social media, dude. It is legit. It's advertising yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's the way that... And you watch the bands that are ran. doing well... And, and or on the rise and rising faster than all the other bands and I guarantee you it's because they're more active on social media and not just with metal stuff and not just with band stuff they're just being themselves they're showing themselves see like well, no, Derek, it makes people relatable Derek, um, yeah Derek Green posts like fucking cool shit like travels and stuff like him traveling and I make sense of you know a kid from fucking Cleveland getting to go right. to fucking Bucharest or something it's like fuck yeah dude like that's awesome and and other fucking, you know, kids, you know, like, that could be yeah. me. Like, and I just think it's fucking, you know, so then, yeah, it's hyper-relatable. Like, well, fuck, he did it. Why can't I? And it's like, you start doing stuff like that, man, and you just start getting those people fucking behind you, and they don't just love your music. They also love you as a person, you know, or feel closer to you as a person. I mean, that's why Pantera is as big as they are. Well, oh I'm looking. I'm looking forward to finally being able to see him in March. Aaron, thanks a bunch for joining oh, us. It's no, been thanks a blast. for fucking having Thank me. Thank you yeah, so man. much. Dude. Uh, anything you want to shout out? What about your music stuff? Like you do, you have a YouTube channel. I do. Right? Uh, so actually, the guy that I first heard Sepultura with, uh, Aubrey Grayson, he's based out of South Texas. Still, we still. So the band is uh, the Chaos Pattern. So I'm active duty military for all of y'all that don't know. So I'm stationed out here. He's down there and. Obviously, practice and shit isn't going to work out, so we have the exact same studio setups in our house with the same software, everything, and we're able just to do stuff basically back and forth via email. And uh, Because we want to keep recording, we want to keep playing, we have the same exact musical interests, and so uh, both of us are horrifically influenced by (laughs) Sepultura. And so we just do that, and we release it, and we put it on. So it's under my channel on YouTube. You just look up my name or look up the chaos pattern. We got, like, 79 videos up there, and I just basically slap a music video together every time I release a song. We don't have any albums out, but, like, you can basically hear everything from start to finish over the past, like, seven years that we've done. Mm -hmm. Um, It's cool you're able to do that still with the stuff. We have this the capability to do that stuff. We've talked about it quite a bit, being able to like collab and whatnot. And like, no, it, it's just, there's so much freedom with it. I'm, I'm not, we're not tied up to a, a record label or anything like yeah. that. And so like, I, I love a lot of the metal core shit and the more melodic death metal stuff. He's very, very hard into black metal, which, and I love the shit out of black metal, Demi Borgir and everything else. And it's, there's never any like arguing like I don't want to fucking do that type of song. He <laughs> oh, he uh, he'll record shit and I'll record shit and we just send it back and forth. And so we anything that we like to do we just do it all. Um, so if I do like a more metal ish song, he'll fucking do his inputs on it and write pieces up and then vice versa. He'll send me a black metal and I'm like, how fucking dark do we want to go here? And it's like <laughs> burning angels dark. And I'm like, oh nice. yeah, we're fucking doing it. That's and the then, good times. Yeah, so uh, 
That's yeah, and I'm always always looking for guests to come in and do it. And I've I've got my eyes on one song. That yeah, exactly. Yep, so yep, yep. Wait, waiting on a uh, D'Lo here to fucking do some of the hardcore raging like he did with God Hammered. Oh, Shout yeah. out to fucking God Hammered. God Hammered. We're, we're God Hammered on the the new stuff as well, man. Uh, Check so that yeah, shit out. Both of you are on that yeah. fucking on those EPs. On those yeah. EPs, it's. Uh, I'm still catching my fucking, breath from that show. Our theme song is done by. The mighty God hammered. Mm-hmm. And they just band, put out a bunch and of new shit. Put out three EPs. Three yep. EPs. Uh, one of them was from 2016, and, and then Fire was the uh, 2016. So mm-hmm. all those combined. Uh, D-Lo got to guest vocal on Steadfast. It was fucking awesome. Killer. Um, yep. I'm doing guest vocals on Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If y'all haven't checked them out, check them out. Yeah, man. Oh my god, really they're they're fucking so good, fucking good. Uh, Absolutely. I've been blasting that shit at obscene volumes in my office. <laughs> um, Same, I've, I've been blasting the shit out of it too. People cause... ask me to turn it down. I'm just like, yeah, no, I fucking love this band too. And then I just keep listening to it. They just walk away yeah. and they're just disappointed and shaking their uh, hands. Awesome. <laughs> fucking interrupt this shit. How dare you? Yeah. Don't tell me how to live my life. (laughs) Fuck off, peasants. Yep, yep. So everybody check all that shit out. Aaron, thanks again for joining us. Can't wait to do it again. Everybody hit us up on all the socials. I'm at Yes It Is I David. Jason's at What I you got a lot of stuff now. Jason Fitness (laughs) on Instagram and uh, dude, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, just hit up the Metalist. Uh, it's Metalist Pod on Twitter, Metalist Podcast on Instagram. Um, I don't do much for my personal side I, I should probably get that going but you know whatever. until then hit him up there yeah i'm not it's on too, instagram it's too hard to do it's too hard to do Esty sanchez created the uh hashtag for uh <laughs> that y'all should keep alive of aaron should get an instagram <laughs> oh nice, yeah. like nice. so uh, that shit's constantly so are you just you just do like i like, just do the YouTube, facebook you just do facebook and, uh, and youtube and so that's the one spot where i'm not very active on facebook at all i just kind of scroll Lately, I've been more active on Twitter, but it's a lot faster. But also, lately, I've been putting my fucking phone down when I'm at home. Yeah, I got to work on that shit. I'm sure my wife yeah, uh, yeah. would love that. And my horde of children that I have fostered uh, mm-hmm. would also appreciate Daddy <laughs> not being on this fucking phone all damn night. All in good time. <laughs> so, yeah, hit us all up. Give us a like, rating, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow on any places where you would hear us, man. Thanks again for joining us, as always. Until then, eat your veggies. Fuck your prayers. Yeah. See ya. Later.